Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey Nochilprano. Hello and good evening, Mr. Andrew Ruther. Dude, first of all, I want to give a shout out to our good buddy, Guy Fiorito. Do I say- Fiorita. Fiorita. I always say it wrong. Yeah. It's okay. One of your Italian friends. Sort of, yeah. I think, t- yeah, I think he's Italian. Come on, yeah. Fior- he's a Midwest Fior- guy. Fiorita, Fiorita. He's sort Italian. Of South Dakota. <laughs> he's Italian. Fiorita. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Technically, we have amazing new lights in the Smut Studio. Yeah, I can't even look over here. It's like looking into the sun. Yeah. So I won't be looking that way anymore. And uh, this is this light kind of looks on my right as if when the fire happened, like kind of that hazy look. Okay. Too, Too soon. soon. <laughs> <laughs> I got my Condoleezza Rice joke out on uh, Twitter today, and you got a, you threw a too soon under it. I did. And then Mata did the, the Ruther too soon himself, and then I trolled him on Dirty Sports. Yeah. It, it, it's this. It, it's the, it's the emoji. Palm face emoji? It's the palm face emoji. <laughs> Dirtballs. Prino tweets from the account. You know this guy on my left, he... Just- Rarely, but it does happen. Uh, I mean, basically, it's, it shouldn't be that hard to figure out which ones are me. Like, I didn't tweet the Brian Fitzpatrick loop today. Yeah. You know what I mean? You did tweet the Colin Kaepernick thing. I did tweet the Colin Kaepernick thing. Yeah. It's very, very obvious, I think. I think usually it is. We just We even just have different... Writing styles. Yes, we do. Well, this has been a fun week for us as a show, as DSPN, because Thursday we had our first ever impromptu episode. Or actually, not our first, our first ever big guest impromptu episode. Yeah, we had our first ever drop-in guest. Drop-in. Yeah, celeb guest. And that was courtesy of what, which dirtball? I got I got to give some love. None of this would have happened. I would not have even been aware that he was in town if it wasn't for at Bizmat3. Shout out to Bizmat3. I, uh, I didn't follow Pat McAfee, who came on the show, former Colts punter. Yes. Um, I, I now follow him. Yes. I didn't follow him before because, you know, he was involved in other organizations of which I do not support. Um, ISIS? You know. Yeah, he was he was formerly in ISIS. Okay, uh, and the AFC South. You know, I don't I don't think I follow <laughs> I don't think I follow anybody from the AFC South. Which is worse in 2016? I don't I don't no, even, no, let, let, let's yeah. roll cl- about the clock. Is ISIS or AFC South worse back then? Well, Bill O'Brien is still active, getting the hopes of Texans fans up every week. Uh, Jaguars, Colts. Uh, we'll get into all those coming up, but uh, yeah, former AFC South punter. I don't follow a lot of punters either. I follow Steve Weatherford after. Well, well our former guest John Ryan. I, I don't follow, know if I follow John Ryan anymore. I follow him. 
I might have followed him for a minute. He Does got, he tweet much? Well, no, he got off Twitter for okay. like two years. Maybe maybe I do follow him. But he doesn't tweet much. Yeah, maybe that's why I just don't see it. I don't know. My my, my Twitter following went out the window during the, the Vince capades. Well, here's basically what happened. Our boy at Bismat 3 slid in, he just slid into those DS, those dirty sports The DS. DSPMs. Yeah, the DSPMs. And he said, uh, Pat McAfee is playing Lamar Odom in a game of horse at the Venice Beach Courts on Thursday morning at 10 a.m. And then I looked at McAfee's tweets, and I looked at Lamar Odom's tweets, and I said, yeah. And for you guys, if we talk about it, the courts are literally across the street. Yeah, one block away. One block away. So I said, Brandon, let's let's just show up, see what happens. Because I'd love, I have followed Pat enough, and it's like, I think he'd be a great guest all along. I thought that. So we showed up. And it, it will honestly showing up that morning will honestly be a moment I will never forget my entire life. Lamar was there bright and early with his uh, old school Patrick Ewing kicks on, like a full velour jumpsuit, and uh, he was playing. He was shooting around with a one-armed homeless dude and like a seventy-year-old man. Let me repeat that. Lamar was shooting. I mean, hoops. don't forget you do repeat it again later. I do. In our upcoming interview with Pat McAfee. I do, but it's it's pretty fascinating. It's the most Venice Beach thing ever. He's shooting hoops with a like a 70-year-old white guy and a homeless guy with one arm, no shoes, no socks, and no one's around. Yeah. There's like half, Three a, people. half a dozen people filming. Like their Snapchat videos and their Instagrams. A couple people notice it's Lamar. Lamar I'm hard to miss. Even the people who didn't know who I, I, I bet half of those people didn't know it was Lamar Odom. They just thought, oh, my God, there's a 6'10 guy on the basketball court. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Then there's probably people who know him as Chloe's husband. Yeah. Were they married? They were married. Yeah, they were married. So, basically, he's playing. Then Pat McAfee shows up. They play their game. Ironically, they play their game of horse on the same exact court where I shut out Matty Goldberg. Probably about the same amount of people showed up. Yeah, I, you said that. Before, you said that when we were there. I was like, yeah, there's a couple more. But there's, yeah, there was a couple more for this event. Yeah. But anyway, they play a game. Again, you'll hear this. All we had a great about eighty minute interview with Pat McAfee, and that's in this episode. In this episode, you get to hear it. And I, Joe, and I went up to Pat after the event, and this is how great a guy he is. I basically say, hey, man, we'd love to have you on Dirty Sports at some point. Pat straight up says, yo, what are you doing now? Right now. And the real hero, you know, shout out to Biz Markey 3 or whatever, and shout out to Pat McAfee. Biz Markey. <laughs> and, uh, and shout out to the homeless guy playing. But, like, I had shit to do that day. And then I was like, man, he wants to come over in, like, an hour. I had to cancel all my plans. You know, no, but this meetings w- with big Hollywood producers out the window. This is what's so great about Pat. I give him my number. He calls me 20 minutes later. He was worried about that. Yeah. He's like, dude, can I be at your place in an hour? Is that cool? And I was like, yeah, we ain't got shit to do, man. Get your ass over here. Yeah. And then he showed up, and we have our- So hopefully everybody enjoys the Pat McAfee interview, because good chance, you know, I ruined some great Hollywood opportunities by not going to my meetings. Yeah. <laughs> but the, it's fine. You lost the pilot? Yeah, I lost pilot. The Joe Prano pilot? Who knows? Who knows what could have happened? Yeah. Yeah. I think it was worth it. I think so, too. It was a great interview. You guys will really enjoy it. So, uh, again, the the video of that is already up. 
Thunderballs were very confused by this situation. They didn't understand. I mean, it. Don't go watch it right now, but yeah, you know, listen to the whole episode. Watch this if you're watching it on YouTube. So that video is, back. is already up. So let's get to the games tonight. But Joe, before we do get to the games, yes, I'm excited because we are also going to a game Monday night. Rams Chiefs. I'm pretty excited for Rams Chiefs, dude. I don't know who I'm rooting for. I mean, I guess I'm kind of rooting for the Rams because the Rams home game, but I did pick the Chiefs, so I'm low-key rooting for them too. I'm just rooting for lots of touchdowns. I am I'm too. For. And I'm also giving a big shout-out to our friends at SeatGeek for hooking us up with the amazing seats that we have at the L.A. Coliseum. Now, we will be on the away side technically, but... Which isn't a thing in NFL games, exactly. so it's fine. <laughs> they are great seats, and I was very excited because when the game got moved from Mexico City to L.A., obviously two nine and one teams. This basically, I, th- I think I saw this is only the third time it's happened this late in the season, where teams have been two teams have been nine and one. So we use SeatGeek, and we're going to the game. Dirtballs, I don't know why you would not use SeatGeek because again, I don't want to. I make- do why? because they're stupid. Okay, that's why they would do it. Yeah. Otherwise, no reason whatsoever. Use SeatGeek. Yeah. It, it's the best option, and it gives you the best view, and it's easy to navigate. That's one thing we haven't really said much. Uh, again, I'm not going to name other ticket venues or ticket sites. Yep. But a lot of them are not easy to navigate. SeatGeek, very user-friendly. And guys, best of all, all the Dirtballs get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. So just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Okay, let's get to week 11 recap. Let's do it. You want to start with the game that just ended? Sure. Let's do it. Bears, Vikings. The Bears. Miss this one. Um, I, I guess that's what I get for picking Kirk Cousins on the road. But uh, Bears look pretty good. Bears defense, they go get the ball. They did it multiple times in this game. Khalil Mack with a just taking somebody's lunch again while being blocked. <laughs> he took somebody's lunch. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Kirk Cousins with the pick six. Kirk Cousins, I mean... I've I've been pretty outspoken on my dislike of Kirk Cousins game and I just I still don't like this move for the Vikings. He's just the he, that is who he is. When pressured Kirk Cousins folds like a like a tent. Who would they be better off? Who should they have gotten? Um I don't know. Nick Foles? Yeah. I mean, we'll get there but are, would the Eagles be better with Nick Foles? Oh, get out of here. I, I can't wait to have that discussion. Uh, look, the Bears, they looked pretty good tonight. They they had control of that game. What was it? Was it 14 nothing at halftime? Loved the go for two early. Yeah. Kind of a ballsy move by uh, Nagy. I like that call. Trubisky looks pretty good, but then at times, you just want to say, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. What are you doing? It, it's it's When I watch, it's very similar to Goff. He misses some easy throws. He's good at hitting guys who are wide. Like it's it's very scheme heavy. And when it's there, it works. And when it's not there, you know, he doesn't he he's not fitting the ball into a lot of small windows. Yeah. Um he is exceptional with his feet, which 
right now uh, is fine. Like, you know, you got to do what you got to do to win the game. But, like, long term, I'm I'm not sure that's ever, you know, the best strategy for staying healthy. Um, But he has been good at running and avoiding hits so far. The problem with that is, oh, he runs and he slides. The one time he runs and he doesn't get down in time, some guy, you know. Yeah. Whether a penalty or not, just decides to destroy him. That could be, you know, next thing you know. Colt McCoy starting for you. See the Redskins. Well, they ha- they have some. Not that he was running. You know what I mean. They yeah they they have some uh, some real talent skill. But I like Tariq Cohen. I love Tariq Cohen. I think they need to give Tariq Cohen the ball more often. Dude, he is so fast. I've been saying that for for literally months on this show. At least a month. I mean, he's he's a very similar player to uh, God, why Kansas City. Why is it why is Tariq Hill? Yeah, all these Tariqs, man. Yeah. They're messing with me. Well, that's Tariq and Tyreek. Yeah. Yeah, you know, tomato, tomato. Okay. Okay, Anderson. Um, Because you're Andy. See how it's not the same? <laughs> See how you were confused by that? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Bears, they're going to win the division. I'm saying it right now. I know it's one game, but I think it's their division. Well, they're seven and three. Yeah. It's their division. Vikings, their defense is not playing. Their defense has to play better because the offense is lackluster. Plain and simple. Yeah, I mean, their offense is like fine, but they need they need to be better, and the defense just not where it was at all. Yeah. No, I agree. Dude, you went back and forth. Holy shit, man. You know me, man. Stupidity it really breaks me. You went back and forth with the dirt ball today about the ending of the Panthers Lions game, which we're going to both agree with. I don't know why old Riverboat Ron is going for two. There's well, here's the thing. That's that that's why I went back and forth for so long. There's zero reason to go for two. Zero. That game goes into overtime the Panthers win. They're the better team. Of course. Right. But Look, nothing's guaranteed. Sure. But in the NFL, to have a chance, you're you're losing in a game against the Detroit Lions, a game that you sh- probably shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be that close, and then it is that close. You have an opportunity. You have a 93% chance, 94% chance based on league average of extending the game 5 minutes. And you're the better team. There's no reason not to do it. Meanwhile, the league average on two-point conversions ever is 47%. So there's a 53% chance you lose a game based on league average. Now, the Panthers' two-point conversion rate, 50% on the year. The Panthers' two-point conversion rate last year, 33%. So at no point... In the history of the Carolina Panthers, are they ever better suited to go for it than to not go for it? Based on their conversion rate, their historical conversion rate, the league's conversion rate. So why would you ever go for it there? And, you know, it takes us back because there are probably people who are like, oh, you guys were so into uh, the the Titans going for it against the Phil. Yeah, because... 
They were the Tennessee Titans going for two against the Super, against Bowl, the Super Bowl champions. And they had momentum. A, yeah, with a new coach trying to not, have an identity. Not a 3-6 and six team. Not, going, not against the 3-6 and six team that they're better in. That they're better than. Yes. And not only that, but then, but then they call a Cam Newton dropback play. What do you th- what do you actually think the Panthers conversion rate is on fourth and three or goal th- or, or fourth and goal on the three or two point conversions when they just drop Cam back to pass? And also, here's a fun math question for you, Andy. What do you think in the history of football the conversion rate for any play is when the ball gets thrown the fuck out of bounds? Zero percent. That's the fucking conversion rate. His, the quarterback dropped back and fucking threw it out of bounds. Zero percent chance of converting. Two, here's, there's two options here. Okay? Quarterback run option? No. There's two options if you're, oh, Ron, if you're Ron Rivera. I'm saying if you're actually going to call yeah, it a play, though. Sure. Great. But if you're Ron Rivera, there's two options here. One, you think... You're not going to win this game if you go to overtime. Which is not good. That's a terrible... If, if, if you're Ron Rivera and you don't think you can beat the Tr- Detroit Lions in overtime, if you extend this five five minutes... Ten minutes, but whatever. Whatever it is. You're okay? also, they're, they were the favorite going yeah. into the game. Then you have bigger problems than whether or not to go for this or not go for it. You have to. You should start thinking about personnel issues. Coaching issues. You have a, a lot of problems if you don't think we yeah. extend this game, we win this game. Right? Yeah. Or two, you think you you're gonna get like that you're you have a better chance of getting this than not getting this, which again, completely wrong. Well, look, at the end of the day, it's just a dumb call. Plain and simple. There's nothing else to say. It was a dumb call to go for two, it was a dumb call to run that play. Plain and simple. I don't even need to see stats. I don't need to see odds. The Carolina Panthers are a better team than the Detroit Lions. Plain and simple. That's why Vegas had them as favorites. It, and I agree with what Prano said. If you don't think you can beat them in overtime, big deal, it's on the road. You're the better team. I'm sure, I'm certain that they were favored in the first half. I'm certain they would be favored in the second half line. I'm certain that they were favored in an overtime line. I'm certain of everything. Yeah. They're better. They're a better team. And... The thing is, and the, the argument I was getting into, is they're a better overall team, right? Now, Carolina's defense is better than their offense, right? Yes. And Detroit's offense is better than their defense. Yes. Right? So, like, you're taking the chances. You're, you're putting this all on one play. Carolina's offense for one play on the, on the three-yard line for the game. When you can go into overtime and then play your fucking strength. Let's play defense. Yeah. They got Luke Luke Keekley. Maybe get a pick six. Dumb call. I was watching it live. I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. Yeah. It was because it was remarkably dumb. It was fucking stupid. And guess what? Here's the thing, Andy. I'm going to go one more thing for you. Extra points are worth one. Two-point conversions are worth two. So if at any point ever 
whenever a team thinks that they are going to get 50.000001% of their two-point conversions, they should go for it every fucking time. Because if you go for your two-point conversion and you get it any ever so slightly more than you don't get it, you actually earn more points. Yeah. So what does that tell you? The entire league, for the most part, kicks the extra point because they're not going to get it more than 50% of the time. I looked at the statistics for this year. There's 10 teams that are over on the year so far. 10 haven't converted one. Four have converted all of them. What does that tell you? It tells you you're more likely not to get it than you are to get it. So now you're fucking Ron Rivera and you're going, let's play a coin flip to see if we can beat Detroit. Play 10 more minutes, you fucking idiot. And guess what? Here's the thing. Maybe Ron Rivera thinks that the Carolina Panthers aren't better than the Detroit Lions. Well, one team came in the game at six and three, and one came one team came in the game at three and six. So, to quote Bill Parcells, right? You are what your record says you are, yeah. And your record says you're three games better than the other team. Yeah. So, either way, Ron Rivera comes out looking like a boob. Yeah. He made the it, whatever his decision, whatever the reason for it, he was wrong. Uh, that would be our boob move of the week. Yeah. Sponsored by Ron Rivera. Do I think that the Carolina Panthers are very good? No, I don't. I think they're better than the Detroit Lions. Yeah, exactly. And here's your opportunity to prove it. Play 10 more minutes. Yeah, we didn't play our best game, but we got 10 more minutes to show that we're better. End of story. All right, let's get through these games. Let's mow through these. I want to talk about the Los Angeles Chargers. It's really tough to say that still. Talk about just imploding. A game they had in check. And Phillip Rivers... Talk about a bonehead play. Did you see what he did? Mm-mm. I don't want to put the whole game on him. Now, now Detroit. I'm sorry, not Detroit. Did Denver start? Denver started making a comeback. Von Miller had a great interception and a nice return. I, I want to say, I feel. I want to say the Chargers are up like 16 points in the second half. But the Chargers are driving. Denver's out of timeouts. It's under two minutes to go, and it's third and seven. And Philip Rivers just basically throws. He's kind of getting chased out of the pocket instead of just taking a sack. Because if he takes a sack, okay, whatever. You got a punt. But time runs off. You run off another 35 seconds. He throws it at the. He like grounds it on purpose. Mm. And he realized what the fuck. It's one of those moves you can't. I got to say. You can't believe a veteran do. He throws at the receiver's feet. He's purposely grounding it to avoid a sack. And then he realizes, shit, the clock stops. I want to believe at a minute 57. And do you know the Broncos won on a field goal as time expired? Yeah. that Basically, that 35 seconds right. was the I, game. I got to tell you, because I like Phillip Rivers. I'm a fan of Phillip Rivers. I think Phillip Rivers is you know a top 12 quarterback of all time. You know? All time. Give or take, right? In that, in that realm. Okay. But a lot of people, I think, throw him up there a little higher. And there's a couple of big moments in Philip Rivers' career that have always stood out in my head. And I remember one vividly. I forget who they were playing, but it was 
a fourth down play where they needed to convert a fourth down or the game was over. Yeah. Basically, if they gave the ball back, the other team would be able to run out the clock. And he dropped back, and he looked, and he looked, and he got good protection, and he's looking, and he's looking, and he's looking, and he's not that rushed, but it's starting to close in. And the quarterback clock just went off in his head, and he threw the ball away. He just like threw it out of bounds. Like, oh, you know, live to fight another day. And I was like, there is no other day, man. That was fourth down. This game's over. You just literally threw the game away. And I know Phillip Rivers has all the stats and everything, but like it's a couple plays like that here and there and in the playoffs. And you're looking at a guy who's what? Been to one AFC championship game and has no Super Bowls. And I know he's got all the stats. And I heard somebody talking about it the other day. I think it was on like one of maybe it was on Bill Simmons' podcast where somebody called him like a top five of all time. I'm like, He's over 200 straight, straight games. Him and Eli are like, you know, seven and eight in yards and passing. Well, he, I know he's top 10 in yards. He's top 10 in touchdowns. Yeah. But like people are out there again. I know I don't want to bring everything back. I just like, to, you know, I, I'm coming from a place where I hear about this stuff all the time. But also just from a consistency standpoint, why is Eli Manning disrespected all the time? And Philip Rivers is pumped up. They're basically equal. Except Eli Manning would never make that play. Well, I know, I know why. Well, first of all, he's four. I'm looking, bringing up his stats. Phil Rivers is four and five in the playoffs. He's not made a playoff since 2013. I know the biggest difference, and even I don't know if you got this. Pat McAfee during our interview alludes to it. It's basically entering this week, or let's say after today's game. Eli's now 115 and 110. And remember, Pat made a point. Whether it's right or wrong, the QB. That you know, the QB always gets knocked for the amount of wins. But yeah, but hold on, that's uh, look. I'm just saying this but, is why. Yeah, but I'm, you, we have to take we have to consider situation, right? Like situation is everything. I'm not disagreeing, but the, look, look. This is my point. I'm just stating the fact. Like I'm, I'm not saying what I, I, I'm not. I'm not. Ta- I'm not taking a position on this. But I, but here's my point. Just look, to put, just put that stuff into context, though, right? Like I bet you, Steve Young's career record is fantastic. I bet you he won three games in his two years with the Tampa Bay Bucks. Drew Brees' record, I bet, is great too. I bet you he was 500 with the Chargers. Well, overall, Phillips is good. I mean, he's 113 and 88. He started out hot. I mean, look, look at these three of his first four years. He goes 14 and 2, 11 and 5, 8 and 8, 13 and 3. I mean, he, he had, I'm not disagreeing those teams he had. Yeah. With exactly. Antonio Gates exactly. and Ladanian Tomlinson. But, and and that's the point is those those teams contribute to his win loss record, but they also contribute to his had those teams never won a Super Bowl. No, I agree. Look, look, I, I agree. And th- and that that is the knock on on Phillip Rivers. And today's way to end that game. I don't know how a guy who's been playing in the league since two thousand four does that. I, I mean I just don't. And I've I, seen this. I've seen this four times with him where it's like a play like that where it's like, what the fuck were you doing? You just take the sack and then, you know, it's Case Keenum. But Denver won the game. Keenum drove him down and they won the game in front of Broncos fans. I put out another tweet on Dirty Sports. It's amazing. That whole fucking stadium is orange today. 
I have so much sympathy and maybe empathy, I guess, for the Chargers players. I would hate that. You don't have a fucking home game. Every week you're playing against yeah. the crowd. I, I could hear it. You know, I watched the whole game. You could hear it. The audio. The Broncos do well. You hear the whole crowd cheering. Anyway, that, you know, it's the same old shit. Um, but, but that's, you know, they're still in the playoffs. But as far as winning the division, that, that might be a game where you just you can't They lose. have three losses now. They have three losses. It's getting late early. You can't blow a nineteen to seven lead to a team that's not that good. It was nineteen to seven. They're up. They're up uh, twelve. All right. It is getting late early, Prano. Thirty minutes into the show. Great. <laughs> well, did you say we did an hour and twenty minutes with McAfee? We did. Great. So, all right. Raiders, Cardinals. I actually did not watch a play of this. I want. I watched it. I watched a lot of it because uh, fucking every game was blacked out. Um. Gotta hop over here, man. Get that. Oh, get that. I I ended up realizing that uh, what was it? One of the games was on, but I was I was watching the red zone for a lot of that that uh, the late games. Uh, Raiders win, man. You fool. I'm kind of bummed that they won. I want to see the Raiders just complete tank mode. I mean, it's just it just shows you that they're two and eight. Yeah, the this the the NFL right now. There's a, a bunch of really good teams. Yeah. There's a bunch of really bad teams yeah. too, that are all just in the like. I think there's bad teams that have four and five wins in this league, and I don't. I don't think there's a. Dare I say? I think there's bad teams that have six wins in the league. Like I think there's a big drop off. I think there's a handful of teams that have actual Super Bowl potential, and there's a lot of teams that just do not. Yeah, and and the level of, you know, the level from the Raiders to the I don't know. Redskins or Texans or you know Ravens like how big is that gap I think that I think with the Raiders and those teams I think there is one I do I mean I think the Raiders fucking suck well last week the Cardinals played the Chiefs pretty tough and this week the Raiders beat them you yeah, know but, the Giants beat the Texans like I think there's a lot of well any given Sunday but I right. think I think overall the Raiders fucking suck in my opinion I think they're bad. Yeah, the, I agree. The Cardinals. I I, that's what I'm saying. I agree they suck. I'm not sure that some of those teams that have five and six wins don't suck. I think the, I think a team like the Texans or even let's just say the Colts that stay in that division are a lot better than the Raiders. I want to say the best team right now is the Saints. In my opinion, hands down, the best team right now in the National Football League is the New Orleans Saints. They are unstoppable on offense. And I'm telling you, we said it last week. I don't know if you said it. I think we both kind of said it. Saints fans, you're going to look back on this Des Bryant injury is the best thing. Not the best thing, but the team chemistry was already amazing and, offensively. And like the guys, the, the the other receivers were playing fantastic today. Yeah. All those guys. All those guys. It doesn't matter who's in there. Breeze is having an MVP type season. He's the front runner right now for MVP. The Saints are great. The Eagles are, they're not the same team as they were last year. Plain and simple. Well, the Eagles have the, the Eagles have an equation. It is there's a lot of injuries, but that's the NFL. Yeah. Uh Frank Reich looking like he might have been the offensive genius the whole time. The Colts score a fucking ton of points. The Eagles don't score a ton of points. Doug Peterson used like literally was, you know, shitting rabbit's feet last year. 
I, I said this last year. I said it the year before. The year before, every fourth down call, he duffs it. This, last year, just he just got hit with the magic sauce. And just every fucking ludicrous decision went his way. And then that shit came back down to earth, right? So you got injuries. You got offensive coordinator leaves. You got just not the same amount of luck. And then you got Super Bowl hangover. Well, I'm not ready. And, I mean, come on. I said it before, but like. No, no. I'm going to, I'm going to, to me, that is, that is pure insanity. Okay. To think that they're better off with Nick Foles. The the question isn't are they like the question isn't who's a better player, I think that Carson Wentz is a far better player. Sure, right? I mean, he was I, on. If Carson Wentz doesn't get injured last year, there's a good chance he wins that MVP. Okay, I also think, and I'm not a Kirk Cousins fan by any means, but I think Kirk Cousins is a more talented quarterback than Case Keenum. Or is Carson Wentz trying to do too much? Is Carson Wentz? Would they be better off fucking dialing it back? No. I mean, he only threw the ball 33 times today. They just, they're just getting their ass. They're just, they're, they're like the epitome of Super Bowl hangover in so many ways. They're, you already stated it. All the injuries. Look, they're not playing well. And they went against a team that's playing Unreal. Yep. I think the Saints. I don't. I don't know if I heard this stat correctly. I think they've scored forty points or more six times this year. I mean, it's unheard of. Yeah. They're playing I think, better. I think th- three straight games, right? They put up fifty against Cincy. They put up forty-five against the Rams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three straight games. They're the best team in the NFL right now, and their defense is is playing all right. Yeah. This is your year. We have to bring it back to that. This is your year, Breeze. You're the best team. So explosive. It's gonna be, you know. Uh, again, I'm. I'll say it just like I said. I'm. I'm a Breeze fan. I'm a Philip Rivers fan. We're talking about the best. Some of the best of the best of all. Like these guys are all invited to Top Gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not just fucking fighter pilots. They're Top Gun pilots. Yeah. Like, it's not a diss to to talk about it and say, hey, man. You know, you're one of the best that's ever done it. But like the we're I'm talking to the breeze slurpers that were out there, the angry breeze fans that came at us. You you cried about his running game. You cried about his defenses. You cried about his weapons. Well, here it is. And again, to preview our interview with Pat McAfee, he agreed with us. Yeah. We actually we bring the whole breeze conversation up to him as far as being the sixth best quarterback. I do want to address something that I posted on the Dirty Sports Twitter feed with the group celebrations. Now, I have never been bothered by touchdown celebrations, the choreography, the gimmicks, any of that. I know you have, Prano. I have never been bothered. However, guys, these group celebrations on interceptions, fumble recoveries, they need to stop. And everybody's saying, oh, the Saints started. I don't care who started. Actually, you're they're the problem, Saints fans who are who are loving this. I put this video out. They got an interception of Carson Wentz. It was like a fucking mob scene broke out and they all ran to the opposite end of the end zone. How is this not a penalty? The whole the whole entire defense 
runs down there. And again, I'm not one of those no fun guys. I'm all for guys. It was an interception. Yeah, but in, there, in some games, an interception's bigger than a touchdown. Like as far as importance go. No, no, I'm drawing the, the Andy yeah, Ruther. See, but this is where no, you no, see, no, no, this the is Andy where your this is where your line is fucking nonsense. It's not nonsense. I'm putting it right here. My, there was a guy in the fucking Bears game running a fucking canoe. And the rest of his team came and they sat down in a canoe next to him and they're canoeing. Though I'll say one thing, I prefer the fucking celebrations you're talking about to the canoe, to the fucking the whole Seahawks team going surfing because at least that it's guys, everybody just run to a fucking camera. Like no no one's sitting around after practice and going, "Here's what we're going to do. We're going to fucking we're going everybody's going to sit down, then we're going to fucking canoe." The choreography Ugh, kill yourself. I tweeted it tonight. I can't think of anything I'd be more embarrassed about than than going, hey guys, I know you all want to get home to your wives and your girlfriends and stuff, but before you go, does everybody know how canoes work? So we all, you all row on one side, and then we'll say, the coxswain will say switch, and then we'll all fucking row on the other side. You know what? It's It can be confusing. Everybody sit down. We'll just do it one time. Like, ugh. No, for me, that is my line. For me, the celebrations are fine. Touchdowns. Touchdowns equals points. You, you get an you get an early interception in the first half against Carson Wentz. Cool. It's it's huge for your team. You don't know how to fucking all run around like maniacs. So there's, there's so, a so the offense is basically the only ones who can celebrate. They score far more often than the defense. They do. But sorry, that's how it is. See, your rules are terrible. My rules are great. The ter- the rule should be, don't fucking plan this shit in advance. Don't go fucking hiding cell phones, keeping a Sharpie in your sock the whole fucking day, having a dance routine that's planned. Just fucking go out there, catch it, react, do whatever you want. If your reaction is to run to a camera guy and somehow your defense is fucking smart enough to follow you like a pack of dogs, go for it. Nope. I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Prano. Yeah. Touchdowns only. Because Right what, now, you're on the cuck cam. That's what's happening I'm not here. on the cuck your, cam. Your rules are falling apart in front of you, and you not, don't know what to do. I am not on the cuck cam right now. By the way, I want to give some love to the dirt balls. You have, you have listened, and I appreciate that. We had so many great tweets over the weekend. Again, I'll, I will retweet anybody that takes pictures of somebody wearing a jersey of a player or team not participating in that game the cut cam was on fire did you pull don bb tonight or did you do that after i texted you i saw it and i debated and then you texted me and i said i'm gonna put it up yeah and most people agree that he can get away with it what i that's nonsense so for those who didn't see don bb his, his kids on the fucking vikings his kid is on the vikings he was at the you Vi- tell me he can't get a vikings hat well he was at the vikings bears game tonight he was wearing a bears winter hat yeah he's a cop <laughs> And the responses on t- I, I I put it Leon up. Lett caught by a cuck. I put it up on Twitter. I said, "Is he allowed to wear this?" Question mark. I didn't take a stance. And people claim, "Oh, he's a former player. He can wear his team's outfit." Oh, what if what a gross misuse of the rule! Congratulations if you wrote that. You're a cuck. But I do agree. You got to wear your kids' stuff, bro. <laughs> your kids playing on the Vikings. Also, or yeah. fucking like. If you don't want to like draw attention, just go and be in a fucking, you know, be in a Titleist hat. Don Beebe looks like a guy who golfs. 
We're wearing our Bills shit. Like anybody alive has recognized Don Beebe. Would, would you recognize Don Beebe? Don Beebe could literally suck my dick, and I would have no. You'd be clue. like, "Are you Steve Tasker? <laughs> Are you Frank Reich? Yeah. It's like no, but close. <laughs> Are you Steve Cat? Steve Tasker? Look, man, I'm gonna have to agree with you on this one. Actually, the more I think about it, yeah. God, it's like you know. Are you ready for tomorrow? Oh, just cuck bonanza. Oh, I I mean. Yeah, I'm going to go in my Odell Beckham jersey. There's going to be so many. The problem is you can only post four pictures on Twitter, and we'll have no service at LA Coliseum. Yeah. Because there's no cell service. I'm going to try to get as many pictures as I can with everybody in a non-Chiefs or Rams jersey, which might be 20,000 people. Love it. I might just be taking pictures the whole game. Anyway, the Bengals lose to the Ravens. Lamar Jackson makes his NFL starting debut, rushes 27 times for 117 yards. Looked awful as a passer, I will say. Yeah. I did watch that game. Because there's still they're still the Andy Ruther love-hate thing with the Bengals. Yeah, we know. Uh, watch that game. You're I mean, a Bengals fan. It's the truth. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm rooting against them. Are you? I am. When you watch those games, you're rooting yes. against them? Yes. Because there's 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 good bonding with my brothers and I over, yeah. over text like hatred for the Bengals, because all my brothers' wives still root for him, and my brothers all talk shit to. Their I heard wives. a rumor like uh, if they fire Marvin Lewis, that Don Chaney's getting the, getting the, the job. <laughs> Can we talk about that nonsensical rumor from today? With the Browns, the Condoleezza Rice Browns head coaching rumor. Well, hold on. Before we do that, I just want to say. Uh, Lamar Jackson. So who do you start if Flacco's healthy? You start Lamar. You do? Even yeah. though he looked terrible passing and it's 2018? He's got to learn somehow. <laughs> oh, he's going to learn to pass now? But I will say, we need, we need... Lamar Jackson is like Ed Orgeron. We need closed captioning when he's getting interviewed. I don't know what he's saying. Yeah. It's that same Southern... The people from the South, man. You need closed captioning. I don't think the closed captioning people are going to know what the fuck he's saying. Like I don't know what it's the fuck. Be, like, it's going to be wingdings. I don't, know, yeah, I don't know what Lamar is saying. But let's get to the Browns. Even on their bye week. I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and say this right up front. That was, that's not a, that's somebody, that was a troll. Somebody was trolling. Unnamed source. I woke up. That, to- this, is, this is the, the Rockets offered four first rounders for Jimmy Butler. That's the same source. I'm not I'm not sure it's not Barry McCockner. <laughs> old Barry? Yeah. There, there's rumors old Barry's gonna be making his dirty sports debut this week. Yeah. But somebody was trolling, right? Yeah. Condoleezza Rice. Like what are we talking about? I woke up today, she you know she was the number one trend in the entire country. Yeah, some fucking troll nailed it. Some troll got Schefter on the phone. It was probably George Bush. He's like, hey, I heard they gave Condi the, their offer to the position. He's like, <laughs> Chef is like, all right, can I can I quote you on this? He's like, ah, just say unnamed sources. <laughs> yeah, yeah, say that, unnamed sources. But we have to ask something, Prano, and I'm actually being serious. Hugh Are ja- the Browns that stupid? No. Hugh Jackson coached two and a half seasons for the Browns. Yeah. He won three games. Yeah. 
gun to my head, I think Condoleezza Rice in two and a half seasons wins more than three games. She wouldn't be able to field the team. They'd walk out. They'd be like, you have no football experience. Your professional experience is a goddamn disaster. You're a woman. And you're Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> I refuse to play on this team. Anybody, anybody that knows anything would fucking walk out. I'd be like, what, what is this? That, it's like Little Big League. Remember Little Big League? Yes. With a fucking war criminal. Like, what are we talking about here? Condoleezza Rice? It's like, it's like fucking Eddie. <laughs> Eddie. You know, I've never seen Eddie. Yeah. I think it, I should get really stoned and watch it. Yeah, you should. And do like an Andy Ruth or Eddie movie review. Yeah. Maybe just, maybe watch it live on YouTube. Do it. Ruther gets baked and watches Eddie. It's just awful. Awful sports movie Tuesday. In honor of Tom Cruise Day Tuesday. How many of those did you do? I think three or four. <laughs> it's a classic. Classic Prano move, three or four. I was like, fuck that. Yeah. Not, not enough. You know, you got to get crazy good feedback. Like, what was I going to do every week? I was going to watch Tom Cruise movie. Like, where were you people? So when you did that, were they supposed to be watching the movie along with you? Yeah. I'd start it. I'd pause it. I'd be like the fucking, you know, the Paramount horses on the screen. Ready? Go. So I guess you could do the same thing with YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, do it. I don't know. I don't think it's as fun by myself. Okay. Like, if you ever wanted to get baked and watch awful sports movies with me, I think it'd be fun. I think when I did it on Rabble, I think I had to be careful, like, not to have the sound. I forget what I was doing. I might have been wearing headphones for the sound or something like that so that the sound wasn't going through on the thing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's a good point. But I forget what I was doing. I think I might have been wearing headphones. Although I also know almost every Tom Cruise movie by heart, so I might have just been watching them on mute. Tom Cruise super fan over here. Yeah, love Tom Cruise. Everybody knows that about me. All right, we talked about the Colts for a second earlier. They're putting up points, man. Yeah, you missed uh, this one. Oh, I missed this bad, bad. I saw this. I, I, I expected this for a number of reasons. Back-to-back, you know, big wins for the Titans. They were feeling good. This had this had let down game. This had it's a trap written all over it. And then also the Colts are moving the ball, man. Might might have been Frank Reich the whole time. Andrew Luck is looking well. I'm surprised Frank Reich's not wearing a Bills hat on the Colts sideline. He did play for the Bills at one point. He was on the Bills. He was on that famous forty-two comeback to team. three comeback. Yeah, against the Houston Oilers. Why isn't he wearing a Bills hat? Because he's not a cuck. That's why. Fucking idiots. Don Beebe, cuck of the week. Yeah. We should have a boob of the he week. He did play for the Bills. And cuck of the week. Yeah. Actually, Can you imagine if Kevin Durant was just wearing a fucking Oklahoma City jersey out on the out on the court for the Warriors? Like, well, I did play there, I guess. Don, I guess the equivalent of Don Beebe wearing a Bills hat is the equivalent of you wearing your, like, your high school letterman jacket to the Rams game tomorrow. Yeah. Like, well, well, Prano, you know, he's representing his high school. Except my high school's not playing in the fucking league. Like, yeah. the Bills are still a team. Sure. 
Who wins this division? I, I've said Texans. You're all in on the Texans. Yeah. I think it's going to get dicey. Um, I'm taking not the Texans and not the Jaguars. I'm taking not the Jaguars because they're done. And I'm taking not the Texans because I still think Bill O'Brien's a boob. And I think uh, the Colts look okay. I think this was certainly a setback for the uh, Titans. But I, I don't necessarily think that they're out of it either. Although if Mariota's hurt, they're not winning the division with Blaine Gabbert. Now, I'm not going to pull up everybody's schedules because that would take too long. And if you want it, by the way, if you're, I mean, I know Matty Goldberg's out there and he's a Mariota hater. If you wanted to be a Mariota hater, you could talk about that he's fucking has a real hard time staying on the field, which is why you don't want to run your quarterback too much. But, well, right now, the f- the sixth seed for the AFC is Baltimore. Mm-hmm. They're five and five. Yeah. Cincy, Miami, Indy, Tennessee, also five and five. Who gets that last spot? Does Baltimore retain it? Again, I'm not going to pull everybody's schedules. I'm not going to. Look. Do you like Indy enough to, to take over Baltimore? Yeah. Let me put it this way. If Lamar Jackson's starting the rest of the year, I like Indy's chances. You like Indy's chances? Easier division. Wait, but you are. You're. To, 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 to get a. To take over Baltimore for a playoff spot. Well, hold on though. But if but what if Flacco starts? I I, I don't know. Because you just said you want you think they should start Lamar Jackson. Yeah, because this Flacco thing, I don't know. Like Flacco's weird for me at this point. I think he I think he gives their team maybe a better chance to win. I like how they've used Lamar Jackson. You know, like the special the special packages like they do with. Uh, with Taysom uh, Hill yeah. down in New Orleans. I like how they utilize these guys. But like we said, at the end of the day, you have to throw the ball. I'm just looking at the future. If you want Lamar to try to get used to playing in an NFL-style offense, just start him now. Right, but they're also currently a playoff team. They are. So are you starting Lamar Jackson right now, regardless of that fact? And I'm talking if you're trying to, I'm saying... You're the Baltimore Ravens. You're trying to make the playoffs. Obviously, you currently hold a playoff spot. I go Joe Flacco. If I'm trying to, if okay. I care about this season, okay. if I want to get, you know, some experience under. That's what I said the other day. Lamar at, Jackson is. You start Flacco, and then you don't make the move to Lamar Jackson when they're out of it. You don't give them mop up season time. But you give him it when they're on the verge of being out of it. So he's playing like meaningful snaps, but yet he would have to do something really special to get them back in the mix. That's when I would go to him. So they showed full-time. they showed a shot of Ray Lewis today. He's in the owner's suite with uh just stabbing Flacco in the back. <laughs> My boy's gonna stay out there. I wish so I was watching that game. I can go back in. Not today. You know, I have Spectrum, which I can rewind because I have DVR and all that shit. But it's I, a little bit of a humble brag. It is a humble DVR. brag. It is, it well, is a humble you brag. Look at in 2018. Look at you? me. Look at me out here paying $210 a month for my cable and internet. Anyway. That's more of just a humble humble. That's a, you shouldn't be bragging about that. Well, $210 for internet. What do you think fucking runs this show? I need the fastest speed internet. So anyway, you know, I have the NFL ticket, which you can't rewind, though. And I wanted to. Ray Lewis was in the press box or in the owner suite, literally doing this on, on like a big play. 
he's ready to jump out of the fucking owner's suite, and, and he, his face is all oh, in it. A, he is a sociopath, so there's that. And you could see the owner, I, again, I forget his name. Is it Steve Biscotti? Sounds right. I don't know. I could be completely wrong. You can see the owner's next to him, and the look on his face was, why the fuck did I invite Ray into the owner's suite? Yeah. Lunatic. He's like, shut up, Biscotti. I'll dip you in a cappuccino. <laughs> All right, Prano. What, what other games we got? Oh, the Jags. Steelers game was actually a good game. The Steelers had to come back. Yeah. Talk about fucking a sociopath. I love that Ben Roethlisberger still thanks God after the game. Who oh, are you? Oh, he did? Yeah. I didn't see that. You throw five picks today? Three. Three picks. Blake Bortles threw for. <laughs> I just looked at the stats real quick. I didn't realize this. Blake Bortles threw for 104 yards. That's it for Blake Bortles, right? Yeah, that's a game where if your offense gives you anything, you win that game. Yeah, give the defense something. Cowboys beat the Falcons. I did watch that. The Cowboys are going to win this division now that Kirk Cousins is out. I'm sorry. Now that uh, what's his name? The other quarterback. Alex Smith. Tomato, tomato, right? I mean, but are they? Yes. Okay. They're five and five? They are. I think the with, ca- with the with the quality of play in the NFC East so far, is Colt McCoy really is this a huge step back for the Redskins? I think it is. I think I think the Dallas Cowboys win the division. Okay. And they go eight and eight. That's my prediction right here. Eight and eight win the division. They get the Redskins Thanksgiving Day. They're going to beat them, which then would drop the Redskins to six and five. The Cowboys would be six and five. I'm out on Philly. Your Giants are playing better football. Not technically out of it. Not technically out of it. Especially if eight and eights win in the division. Now, James Winston mounted a little comeback against you guys today. Yeah. Are you out on Fitz? Am I out on him in ter- in what in terms of what the circle of Fitz has? Has I happened. mean, Jameis Winston came in. Giants are up big. Giants go prevent. Jameis scores a couple points. Jameis does a pick to lose the game. That's very Fitz esque. Yeah, well, it's very Jameis Winston esque too. Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston's first touchdown, a fumble on the goal line that was recovered in the end zone. Well, I'm not going to argue with you about Fitz, but. He is proving everything I've always felt about him. Which is what? That he just can't sustain being a starter. Okay. And that But again, it, he was the backup. Yes. Right? So he wasn't he didn't lose the starting job. He took the starting job. And then lost it. Again, it's that 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 meme. Right. That's all I've ever said about and him. And all I've ever said about him is he has never and he remains not on a good team. And when you're on a bad team, you lose football games. And when you lose football games, <laughs> you replace the fucking quarterback. Well, fact, fact or fiction? Here we are again. I'm going to put this in quotes. Yeah. Good quarterbacks win with bad teams. Yeah. You want to, again, because since I just talked about this before with the, uh, since I just talked about this before with the Eli Manning win-loss record, do you want to, I don't know it off the top of my head. But we know that Steve Young ended up being Joe Montana's backup for the 49ers and then becoming a starter and then going to the Hall of Fame. Sure. Do you think he was a 500 quarterback with the Tampa Bay Bucs? Steve Young? Yeah. 
I'm sure he wasn't. I'm sure it was they were, real bad. They were terrible. Yeah. So that's on him? And then he just turned into the most prolific... I'm not putting that 100% on him. Of but, course you're not. But my, but my point is this. We both know, we've both agreed and said this. The Bucks have weapons. They have some people that were playing. And, and he himself, Ryan Fitzpatrick, was playing very well. Yeah. And now he's playing very bad consistently for the last few games. 14 turnovers. and I mean, they had 500 yards last week. They scored three points. Their defense is terrible. I'm not saying Ryan Fitzpatrick is. I've never once ever said Ryan Fitzpatrick is an elite quarterback in the NFL. But he's good. Okay. Agree to disagree. Yeah. Good quarterbacks keep their job. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Not Steve Young, Hall of Famer. Not Drew Brees, arguably the best ever. But, Didn't keep his job. But no, but you're putting things Didn't keep in- it. Didn't keep his job. Two guys right there. Okay. Two of the best ever okay. didn't let's, keep their job. Let's talk about those two. Let's talk about them. When they went to other teams, they kept their job. Yeah. And they went Look, to good teams, and they kept their job. So what's the good team that Ryan Fitzpatrick has gone to? Ryan Fitzpatrick. I just want an answer to the one question I've asked you. What's the good team that Ryan Fitzpatrick has gone to and ha- had an opportunity to keep his job? He's played for the Bills, the Jets, the Bucks, the Texans, the Bengals. Where's the good team he's had? I'm not doing this again. Okay. I didn't ask you to do anything except answer a question for me. Drew Brees lost his job. He's arguably the sixth best quarterback of all time. Some people are arguing he's higher than that. Some people have argued Steve Young's the best quarterback of all time if you look at his statistics. Drew Brees also had a a serious shoulder injury that people were worried about. Ryan Fitzpatrick lost his job, and then the Bengals, he leaves the Bengals, and again... They had a better record the next year with the same players. Right. Matt Castle left the Patriots. They got worse when Tom Brady came back. I mean, we could do this all day. We, we can't do it all day. Right. I, I, I mean, I, I just asked you what good team Ryan Fitzpatrick was played for. And we all know that the answer is none. Those aren't all awful teams. They're actually, they're all historically awful franchises. Like the Bucks of all those teams, but the- but 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 here's where I always find holes in in your arguments with this stuff, just in general. Yeah, we're, we're early on. We're saying how Fitz is doing this, he's doing that, he's so much better for the team, and then here we are again. It's just this cycle where you never bring the team into it before earlier this year. You're not bringing the team into it. Oh, saying they're so bad. They were bad. But hold on, you 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 were putting it more on. Uh, they beat the New Orleans Saints. That's their one loss. You know that. Damn big bucks. So Ryan Fitzpatrick being good on a bad team is proof that he's good. That's that's a, a, precisely my point. Good quarterbacks don't What get, statement are you going to make now that I'm going to disprove and then you're going to change your mind on? I'm not changing my mind on anything. Good quarterbacks don't what? They don't fucking have the numbers that he consistently has up, down, up, down, up, down. That's all I'm saying. That's always my stance on him. He's very hot and cold. He's like that girl. Ryan Fitzpatrick is like that girl where like some days you're like, man, she's really hot. She looks great. And some days you're like, I don't know. She's not looking too good. It's very, it's very up and down. Dude, he was down, what, 34 to 7 at one point today? Yeah. To the 2 and 7 Giants at the yeah. end of the game? 
I'm not say, I'm also not saying that Ryan Fitzpatrick doesn't have bad games. I'm also not saying Ryan Fitzpatrick isn't turnover heavy. Those are two things that you can consider as part of the Ryan Fitzpatrick agenda. But to trash Ryan Fitzpatrick for losing his job that he took from the number one overall pick on a terrible team and say that's proof that he's bad, well, then a lot of quarterbacks that have been on a lot of bad teams, we have to revisit whether or not they're good quarterbacks. I never said he was bad, though. Again, it's the same thing. I've never once said Fitzpatrick was bad. He's a capable, mediocre, middle-of-the-tier NFL starter if he's starting, and he's a very good backup. He's a, he's a guy. Let me put it this way. Obviously, I'd rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick. So uh, he's a middle-of-the-tier starter if he's starting in the league. He's, never, so he's, a, he's, a, he's a 16th best quarterback in the world at any given time. Maybe. Walking the planet Earth. I, I, he's, he's an average quarterback. What other things exist in life where you're mediocre at something while simultaneously being the 16th best at it in the world? Well, well again, Joe, Jesus, now we're bringing this whole world factor into it. We're not yeah. judging the world. We're judging it by 32 teams But Mark in the Sanchez is the, what, 200th? He's not in the league. Right, which then will put him in the top zero 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 one percent best quarterbacks in the world. But he's not in the league, right? They, these are this is a guy that's been in the league for fifteen years and started for over a decade. What percentage of those I, guys exist? I, I just I can't do this. I know, I know, it's it, tough. It's tough. No, because it's pointless. Because you, I know you just don't you just don't want to admit it's the same it's the same shit with Russell Wilson. You can't just admit when you're wrong when facts are presented. It's the same shit, dude. I've it's, heard- it's it's like it's like you want to sit there and argue with me about somebody like a Russell Wilson when I want to sit there and say statistically speaking. He's doing better than all these guys who were top 10 guys after their first seven years. And you want to say, well, he gets sacked too much. Well, no shit, he gets sacked too much. But at the end of the day, he has the numbers to back it up. But again, that's neither here nor there when you say things like he's a top five quarterback when statistically he's not Matt Ryan, but you take him over Matt Ryan. So are we doing stats or are we not doing stats? You want to pick up, you want to bring up their numbers right now? Want to bring up their numbers right now and see how they're doing? Today, 2018, in the NFL, who are you taking? Matt Ryan or Russell Wilson? Go. I'm taking Matt Ryan. Or I'm sorry, I'm taking Russell Wilson. Why? The facts and the stats presented to you are that you are unequivocally fucking wrong. That's just not true. That's bring just them up. not true. Bring them up. That's just not true. Who, okay. Who has more playoff wins? Who has more right fucking now? Who has more playoff wins? Joe Montana or Russell Wilson? Who are you taking in 2018 fucking today? You're telling me. Who are you taking? The guy with unequivocally better stats, right? Because, because one guy has more passing yards this year. That's basically what you're basing it on right now. And career. And everything. No, but that's not true. This is where you're wrong. You haven't even looked at the numbers on a guy like uh, Russell Wilson after his first seven years. After his first seven years, literally is right on pace with every one of those guys, if not higher yards and passing yards. This, this is why I'm. This is why I don't understand. If we're if we're gonna, I mean, s- what do you want? Should we go to Andy Ruther's fucking quarterback rating? Should we go to? No, we don't have to, to go to that. Because right, we, because you're going to disregard complete stats and say you're going to take Russell Wilson over Matt Ryan. It's fine. No, no, no. Just well, agree that we're well, we're not disregarding it after their first seven years. But it's it's 2018, man. Who are you taking right now? Right fucking now. In this season, right now. I would take Russell Wilson. Okay. You're wrong based on your opinion of stats and facts. If through, a, through, a first, 
through the first year and a half, two and a half years, who do you think's got better numbers through two and a half years? Carson Wentz or Russell Wilson? Two and a half years. Who do you think has better stats? I don't so you, know. Are you taking Carson Wentz? Yeah, I, I do. No. I don't know with his injury. Come on. Through two and a half seasons, he was a fucking MVP candidate in year two. Who do you think's got better stats through two and a half fucking but, seasons? But when we say stats, so are you what taking are we Carson saying? Wentz or are you taking Russell Wilson? I'm taking Russell Wilson over Carson Wentz right now because I'm fucking using my eyes. It's not that hard. I'm taking Ryan Fitzpatrick to be a fucking starter on 15 teams at any given moment in the NFL. He'd make the Jaguars better right now. He'd make the fucking Cardinals better right now. He'd make the Raiders better right now. And I like Derek Carr. But guess what? He'd make them better right now. But you've just you just said... You've just used the excuse of him playing on bad teams that but, he's right, but he'd make those bad teams better. That's up for debate, I think okay. at times. Okay. Great. Did he make the Bucks that much better? Then who? Jameis Winston? Hold on. And in the win column, has he? What how many fucking wins did the Bucks have last year? Four? He got him a couple wins this year, and he looked great. But then he stumbles. That's so, all I'm saying. Right. Okay. So we agree. He made them better. I don't know, man. I, I don't know on some of those teams if he makes them that much better. Because we've already seen what he does on bad teams. You actually just used that as an excuse 10 minutes ago. That you're using the excuse he's on these bad teams, why they're not winning that many games. And I'm saying, yes, that's proven. It's like he's not making those teams that much better. Okay. Do the Jaguars win today with Ryan Fitzpatrick? I don't know. Okay. Great. Then we'll never, then we'll never have a conversation. You just said he'd make the Ra- – did you say he'd make the Raiders better? Yeah. He'd make the Raiders better. Than Derek Carr. Right now, the way the Raiders are playing the, the, what they're doing, give me a guy who's going to fucking huck it down the field a little bit. Ryan Fitzpatrick had one awful pick today. Again, man, I it's it's there's a reason he's bouncing around. Yeah. There is. There's a reason he's bounced around the NFL for 15 full seasons, unlike uh, 1 trillion quarterbacks that have come and gone from the league. They like his beard. That's why. He went to Harvard. That's why. You're right. There's a reason. He's bounced around the league for a decade and a half. Yeah. Yes, there is. Okay, then, then, then let me just ask you, Dennis, then. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Alex Smith, who just got injured. Who do I want for what purpose? Who's, the, who, who would you rather have on your team as a quarterback? The, basically a wash. So, so I, I, I want to get your barometer. Basically a wash. You think Alec- Every, everything, everything. You they're, think they're, Alex Smith is on the. They're s- completely opposite ends of the spectrum in in regards to what they bring to the team, but in the end, it comes back to the middle. You want to play. You want to play the win a bunch of games because you don't take any chances and you you only win the games you're supposed to, or you want to win a couple games because you got a guy who does take a bunch of chances and win some games you're not supposed to. There. 
in the end, they're going to balance out to the same fucking thing. But see, that's where we would just disagree. Well, you're right. And you know what? A lot of teams would fucking say, we'll take Alex Smith and we'll, we'll, we'll go with this fucking style and give me a quarterback who's not going to make mistakes. And guess what? Alex Smith is on his third team, despite the fact that he led the league in quarterback rating last year, despite the fact that he's an efficient player. Teams just keep moving on, and Jim Harbaugh was like, "Give me the guy who's fucking a little bit crazier and a little bit more athletic." And but when the, you... and Andy Reid was like, "Give me a, the fucking gunslinger," and here we are in Washington. But when you say wash, you're basically putting them on the same level. Yeah, you're saying they're both good quarterbacks, not great. You're saying Alex Smith, not terrible to you, who's still consistently been a starter for the most part, like basically his whole career is on the same level of a guy who's consistently gone as a backup. Yeah. They're on the same level yeah, to you. because okay. in sports, politics are just as important as anything else. Alex Smith was was the first overall pick. How many chances did we see Sam Bradford get before somebody was finally like, we've, we've just got to be done with the Sam Bradford experiment. I get it. He won a fucking Heisman. He was the first overall pick. But I think we're done with this, right? We agree that we're done. He's cross-eyed. He can't wear a jersey. He's never made a team fucking good ever. He's never surprised the team. We're moving on. Jameis Winston is going to get another shot. It, would you be? Would your mind be blown if the Raiders signed Jameis Winston to start for them next year? They move on from the $90 million Derek Carr thing because they don't want to have him, and they give Jameis Winston some fucking deal? Would you be blown away? No, I wouldn't be blown away Of course anything. not, but Jameis Winston's not good. Look, I know politics come into it, I mean, we're seeing that right now with the Redskins, who are currently looking at tomorrow. EJ Manuel, Kellen Clemens, Mark Sanchez, TJ Yates, and also Josh Johnson. And that also is why I think the Cowboys win that division. That list of quarterbacks I just named are who they're going to look at as a backup to Colt McCoy. And look, if Alex Smith can win a bunch of games with them. I'm not convinced. I don't think Colt McCoy's, you know, an NFL fucking starter, but it doesn't mean I don't think Colt McCoy can win two more games the rest of the year with the Redskins. I think and Col- I'm I'm not jumping out of the fucking building for what the Cowboys have done. I think Colt McCoy could win two more games, but I think the Cowboys are going to win that division. A lot of it is not because of their offense, it's because it's how their defense is playing. I think they're playing well enough to win that division. They're, everybody's playing well enough to win that division. It's going to be eight and eight or at nine and seven maximum. I'm not ruling out literally anybody in that division. I'm mostly ruling out the Giants, but I'm not completely ruling them out. I'm not ruling out the the Eagles. I'm not ruling out the Redskins. It's bad. It's a bad bunch. I'm done on the Eagles. I'm done. I, I just I think they're done. They won their Super Bowl. They're happy. They're content. Like, I give them... They come into L.A. next month or in a few weeks. I don't give them any chance to beat the Rams. Even though that crowd will probably be 50% Eagles fans. I don't give them any chance. Anyway, we have gone on, as we always do, and get into these amazing quarterback debates. We need to get to this interview with Pat McAfee. Let's do it. Before we do that, Joe... The mustache is looking fresh. I am growing facial hair. I need to clean up my beard with some amazing Harry's razors. And Harry's is 
doing a great holiday gift plan that Dirtballs... Their regular plan's so great. What could their holi- How could their holiday plan be that much better? Dude, it's this amazing special offer that if you guys want to get a gift for a loved one, anyone, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever, your husband, your wife, take advantage of our Harry's limited edition set special offer. Listen to this. We're partnering with Harry's to give you $5 off any shave set, including our limited holiday sets. When you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty. Plus, you'll get free shipping. This offer is for new and returning customers and is only available for the holidays. So it's available for everybody. Listen what you get. Comes with the ergonomic weighted handle with an option to engrave. Wow. For the holidays. That's right. The German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close and comfortable shave, a travel blade cover to protect your blades, a handsome holiday gift. Let me just grab the damn thing. Can I grab it? Sure. Let me just grab it. You have one? Yeah. Trying to think of all the things I would engrave on yours if I could do an engraving. I don't want to ruin our ad read here, but... Look at this. Look at this. Wow. Look at this. Look at this. Handsome. It's got that plaid holiday holiday look. gift box. Let's see if old Denty can open it while he holds a microphone. Okay. Look what we got in here. Oh, look at that. Look at that, dirtballs. Can you see that? The nice little message. Looks like we got the shave cream. We got the amazing blade. We got some blades in here. The travel blade cover. Or you can get it for yourself, guys. So get your holiday shopping done early. Free shipping ends on December 12th. Okay, it's currently November 18th, 19th. So act now. Go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to get $5 off your shave set while supplies last. That's harrys.com forward slash dirty. Once again, this is for returning customers as well. I want to reiterate that. And I'm going to do even one better. Guys, if you send me a screenshot of using this amazing holiday gift package, you get koozies. Repeat, you get koozies. Just send me a screenshot and I will send you some koozies. So that's harrys.com forward slash dirty. Dirty. Okay. Let's get to our interview with former Indianapolis Colts punter and two-time Pro Bowler Pat McAfee. To be honest, this is a nice fucking spot. You got a great... This is really all you would need. It's funny because... Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Because Joe... Here's the thing. Joe shits on me, and it is funny at times, like... But your setup here is better than most people that I've ever seen. You have two TVs right here. You got a very deep couch. This couch, I don't know if I'd be able to get up every day out of it. (laughs) It's a comfy couch. You got a better setup than most people. I appreciate that. No problem. And you got a picture of I love that you're looking at me like I'm not responsible for everything that's happened. You should have seen the original Smut Studio. Yeah, it was, it was bad. like a fucking. This is his idea. It's a homeless well, no, Hold on a second. It feels like this is his idea. Yeah. Hold on a second. I was second. like, get your life together, get some new clothes, get oh. a new fucking couch, get a rug. I have a guy that works for you me. Know? I had to do this too. I yeah. bought him a pair of pants because he was wearing like pedophile sweats. He used to wear cargo fucking shorts everywhere. And oh. like, I was like, okay, what, okay. Like, what are you changed. carrying? Ammo with you? Like, what, like I'm carrying. Uh, I wear shorts, so I can't really judge you with your. Uh, I heard you say during the the horse event with uh, Lamar today, you yeah. thought your your jort decision was no good. These, yeah. these are my uh, athletic jorts too, so I packed the wrong pair of jorts. These are a little bit of a stiffer brand, and it's not good. You know it's how not good. Uh, uh, how often you rock the jorts? Pretty often. I mean, it's it's either 
I mean, it's starting in Indianapolis. There was an ice snow and a snow or ice storm and a snowstorm today. So probably go to the long pants on a more regular basis. But as soon as that thing cracks 60, 61, I'm in jorts probably all day. Jorts is the very Midwest thing, correct? I think it's an American thing. Yeah, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I've never worn jorts in my entire life. It makes sense. I, yeah. 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 But you have a mustache. I have the mustache. So it it's would like, look good. That's my brand. Yeah, it but would, it look, would good. look good. But I can't go to a park in jorts and this mustache. Right? Like one a, of the, I almost put them true. on. Pat, one of the dirt balls actually made me a pair of jorts and sent them to me in the mail. Where they, they just cut jeans? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Made me shorts. Yeah, like he's a tailor. Like he's a fucking tailor. He wore, he wore like a he top sp- hat. Like he, he spun wore a top cotton. hat and he did the whole thing. Uh, uh, that's funny. So, yeah. Pat, I'm sure, like, you know, for the people that don't know you on our show, uh, you know, obviously you were uh, uh, an NFL punter. How long were you in the league? I was in the league for eight years. Uh, I punted for the Colts. My rookie year, we were completely undefeated until we chose to lose right. against the Jets, yep. and then we ended up in the Super Bowl. We lost to Drew Brees, who's about to break every NFL record. And then a couple of years later, uh, we had Kerry Collins starting a quarterback at one particular point, and we're almost completely defeated. So I've literally got a chance to see like both sides. I had a, I had a fun time. In I mean, you were one of the original viral let's NFL go. guys. So the, these hits, yeah. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Oh, that was a luck. I got very lucky. To be honest, I've had better because I'm I'm kind of a bigger guy, right? So I'm I'm six one two forty ish. So I'm kind of a bigger guy. I grew up in Pittsburgh playing football a lot. Cincinnati, I sh- you played football growing up. I yeah, in the backyards. I, I did. I went to uh, <laughs> in the backyards. A little back. I have four brothers, so a lot of football. Big Catholic family. One of yeah. those football. I went to an all boy. I went to actually Luke Keekley's high school, St. Xavier. That dude just flips the switch and becomes a lunatic on the field. Yeah. Nice guy and then turns into a lunatic. Yeah, he's, he's great. Yeah. But I played football growing up, literally yeah. all growing up. Like, just. Like what we were talking about when you were on the court today. We we're looking at you and you got you had a decent jump shot. Good like, shot. Like, what, what, a little windy. When, what was your athletic, uh, like, what was your athletic high school career? Like, were you. I played a, soccer. 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 And then wow. I, my junior, senior year, I played football. I got more colleges. I had more colleges looking at me for soccer than I did for football. <laughs> so I had, I had to make the decision to go do football because I didn't like running much. I got sick of running. Yeah. So kicking, I thought, would be a lot less. So we do that, and um, soccer was my main thing. It was everything until I decided to start kicking. I played volleyball in high school, too. Well, look, we got to end volleyball. We, we have to... It would be a good photo up here, our team yeah, photo. Would we, get, good. we would love that. We would love that. <laughs> yeah. It was me and my, Send us a digital me and my drunk out. friends literally playing volleyball against other schools. So we're pretty good. <laughs> I mean, we're pretty good. Talk about a wide array of sports for you. Thank you. And then to end up in the NFL. Like, yeah. like everyone's And dream- then losing to Lamar Odom. Yeah. By the way, you gave Lamar all he could handle today. Oh, run, didn't I? I? I was saying, we were saying you had a pretty good jump shot. I, I mean, Lamar, I was, getting you on, Lamar was getting you on layups and like, uh, yeah. Technicalities. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was technicalities, but I should have won that. I was up HO. I, I feel like I let a lot of people down there. Like my, I think my dad probably let down. <laughs> you had him at HO, you know? Yeah, you had him. <laughs> yeah, I had him. And I you, you, had, him you had a former sixth man, two time <laughs> NBA champ on, on the ropes. And I, I will never get this chance again. Never, ever get this chance again. So now the story I have to tell forever is that I had him up HO and I lost. But Pat, we should lead with the big story from that game was that before you got there, Lamar <laughs> was practicing his shots with a homeless Venice guy yeah. with no shoes and one hand who had no clue who he was and 
I was like, I said to Joe, that's Venice. Yeah. Like it's 10 a.m. Not that many people were out because nobody gets up early out here. Everyone's lazy. I've noticed that. You notice that? Yep. It's, in, it's, it's not jumping. We it's happened, in the heartland. We happened to wake up at the same time they all did, though, and we hit all of the traffic. Yeah. All of the traffic. Well, the, it's, you're going to hit the traffic going back no matter what time you go. It's no, just great. traffic all the time here. That's really good. It's 100% of the time. But Lamar basically warmed up for you with a, uh, a guy that didn't have a hand and no shoes. See, I showed up late because we were stuck in that traffic yeah. we were just talking about, so I didn't even get to warm up. I didn't even know he was but warming you came up for the homeless guy. You came guy. out hot. Yeah. First shot, one in. Yeah. Got real lucky there. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of luck. The stroke looks good. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. The, you know, the outdoor court is a whole different ballgame. Totally. We it's always say that when we play. It is. It's a whole different ballgame. The, the depth perception behind it, because you got nothing. There's literally yeah. nothing there, so it's like you're shooting. And then both corners are out there wonky because it goes east to west. So if you're on the... The west corner, you get the wind behind you. If you're on the east corner, it's in your face. Throw, That's throw, why I was th- missing. Throws so you much. off. Yeah, that you just gotta go straight yeah. on. I just learned right now yeah. why I was like. Normally, the side shot's the easiest shot because it's closest. Yeah, but but one side goes like the wind differential on both sides. That's why whenever that you're makes shooting, so much when you're shooting sense. from the top, it's it's in white man can't jump. Wind pushes a little, pushes you about six well, inches right to left. Yeah, yeah, does yeah. Say that with the hand. Yeah, because we get those onshore winds. Yeah. So it's a surfer's now. It's, it's a, it's See, a that's whole what it thing. was. He knows about that. He lives in Miami and L.A. Yeah, he, no, he knows know about that. that. <laughs> he knows about that. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? I was wondering when we were watching this. When do you think the last time Lamar shot a basketball? Because yeah. he looked nothing against Lamar. His shot looked pretty bad today. Whenever I showed up late and he came in and did his, I thought those were his first shots of the day. Okay. So they were they were rough. He was yeah. getting rebound. They were rough. But he caught a little rhythm there. He, yeah. did, he started stroking a little bit. Yeah, you could see when they went in, they went in like super clean. Yeah. You and when I mean? you, he like, would hit like he would start hitting like two, three in a row in warm yeah. So it was like, oh, like this is the this is why he was in the NBA and yeah. I wasn't. Yeah. Well, and also Right. He's six. Yeah, one of one of his guys yeah. was like, Who you guys got in the game? I was like, I'm gonna take the gigantic <laughs> Black athlete. <laughs> camera on you too, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was one of his teams. Like, who you got? Joe's like, uh, the six eleven black dude. Yeah. I'm gonna go with him. The NBA champion. Yeah. yeah. This is basketball. Yeah, we're going with the NBA guy. Now it was a lot of fun though. Well, I, Thanks I, for coming out. I'm sure of course. Pat, I'm sure you've talked about it a million times. But like the decision to leave the NFL at yeah. such a young age when you can just stockpile money, like you yeah. can punt till you're you're still in plenty of good punting shape. If this all comes crashing down, hopefully I'll be able to punt in. I can't punt in the XFL because I have a mug shot, the AAFL, the CFL, the Arena League, anything like that. Hopefully I'll still yeah. be able to do that. I just didn't enjoy doing it anymore. I just didn't. I had I had another. I had my third surgery coming up in four years, so now I'm getting cut open again for another probably. Two and a half months of rehab, three months of rehab, which is it, it sucks. And I was enjoying doing the things off the field. So like a lot of philanthropy stuff I was really getting into. I was enjoying. I started a foundation with my dad. We we're getting to work on it. Then doing comedy and uh and telling jokes and just like kind of talking with my friends with podcasting. I was enjoying everything going on off the field. Yeah. So I had made enough money to take care of my parents, my friends. And I just got to the point where I was like, yeah, fuck it. The NFL, was. I was very lucky to be there. I enjoyed my time there. And when I stopped enjoying it, I was like, I think it's time for me to leave. And that's kind of the way it went. I, I, I will have to work forever right. because of that. But it's like I enjoy going to work. Like I'm talking to my friends. I'm not in a smut studio. I mean, come right. on. But I'm talking to my friends on a daily no, basis. But you are in a smut studio. That, that's what I'm saying. If you were still playing right now, if you're punting, you're not in the smut studio. What do you mean? 
I'm saying if you were still in the league, right? If you hadn't retired, that, this is. It all, I wouldn't be enjoying yeah, my life. Yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't have been playing horse against Lamar right. Odom. It's like I I am looking for experiences more yeah. so than anything at this point. I think good for you. I th- I think what you like what you did is way more difficult and deserves more credit because I think hmm. because no matter the job, I think or or even like in a relationship, people just do it just because that's what you do. Does that make sense? True. Like it, it's way more difficult to leave when you're still at the top of your game. Yeah, the thing is, is you can get content, right? Like uh, my mom and dad, a lot of conversations, right? Uh, mom and dad had a lot of question marks around the decision of retiring because my dad enjoyed going to the games. He wants every single game. My dad was a truck driver, mom a secretary, like we blue collar family, like work, let's, and then we, I made a lot of money. We made a lot of money together, though, with the whole process. So I like take care of everybody. So there was there was a lot of people that were involved in decision making. My parents were very confused by it, though. At yeah, getting to be honest, they were like, "Yeah, but look at the you know." Like there was a lot of thoughts of like. You I feel like it's a lot easier for the guy who's like a middle linebacker. It's like oh, my brain's exploding. <laughs> yeah. and I just want to like be yeah. able to save my life. And you're like, I got to go out there twice a game, mom. It's hard. <laughs> It's not that it's hard. It was just like I was I You're wasn't just, enjoying yeah. doing it. Yeah. And, and what it does, if you want to be good, I was pretty good at it, right? I get I you really have to like concentrate on it like hard. Like I would my whole brain, my whole life was revolved around I would tweet while laying in my bed, but my whole life was revolved around like, is this gonna make me punter or kick a ball better? Right. Because I wanna be able to talk, so I have to be good to be able to talk as a punter. And it was just like I, I just wanted to start directing my attention elsewhere. So I know? have two questions in regards to punting. Yeah, One but, is First of all, I think like, you'd be a good punter, by the way. Oh, Your thanks. Size. Thank you. I yeah. I have no soccer or kicking ability whatsoever. It's good. My dad, yeah. an Italian man, devastated that Buys I was, on. Devastated that I was never a soccer guy. You're an Italian, huh? Yeah. Me but, too. percent. Uh, Twenty three and me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. Point We're oh. probably related. Somewhere the way my dad got around in the boot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, your dad's the man, huh? Yeah. His, his dad actually. I love telling this. His dad used to fit suits for Ewing. Yeah, so I saw I saw Lamar Odom's Ewing sneakers today, yeah. and I was like, oh, "All right, yeah." My dad's five seven, so when I once I once went and watched him fit Patrick Ewing for a suit, and he stood on a table to measure his shoulders. Oh, that's so awesome. that's just hilarious. <laughs> that is awesome. So Lamar the, had size fifteen shoes. Yeah, it's crazy. Can't shop with us. No, this is a get. big fucking feet. Yeah. Um, you like the 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 way fans get angry when a punter like shanks a kick or whatever. Like I I always think it's so hilarious when be like Dude, you can't even fucking punt it right. Like what yeah. what happens that makes a punt go just haywire? Like what happens when you just kick one like fourteen yards? Punting is very. It's like a sign. When I got drafted by Bill Polian, I didn't exactly know how to punt. Right. So I was a kicker in college, had a strong leg, wasn't the most accurate. Uh, I did the rollout punt, so it wasn't really NFL style yeah. punt. So punting is like a really it's a difficult thing to do. You have to have a strong leg, obviously. But if you just if the wind turns the ball just a little bit, like you can miss hit your foot's only this big and the sweet spots like that big. So you're, you're talking about a small space. It's like a golf swing. Yeah. Like what happens whenever somebody hits a shank? Like it's just it's a minor miss. And there's only 32 jobs in the world because you can't suck at it. You know, I've had plenty of shanks and I had plenty of questions on why it happened. It's just because it's a it's a hard thing to do. It is. But when you get back to people booing punters for yeah. shanking. Yeah. It's like as a punter, though, when I go on the field. At a home game, normally the crowd's booing, right? Because the offense just failed. Yeah. So Peyton, you're Manning, the last person they want to see. Peyton Manning or Andrew Luck just failed. Okay, right. so I'm jogging on. I'm booing. At away games, 
it's a standing ovation. Yeah. I get a standing ovation <laughs> in other in other stadiums. You walk out, you're waving. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, great. Into punt, Pat Mac. Yeah, thank you so much. I love this place. So it's like a, it's an interesting position. It's and a very. The other position. question I have is because you're a smart guy, so I'm sure you knew the rules. But I watch NFL games sometimes, and the guys were on punt coverage. I'm like. Teaching special teams must be like teaching special ed. Oh, like boy. don't touch it, don't kick, like yeah. don't the, block the, in the back, yeah, yeah. don't go into the end zone and kick, like yeah. the, the guy standing on the goal line. Yeah. What is it like? Work with can't those run guys? out of bounds. Yeah. before you tackle somebody, it, it, but it seems like ball. every other punt somebody fucks something up. It's because you're talking about the bottom of the roster here playing special teams. So some of those guys you're watching play literally got on the team on Friday. Right. Okay, so these guys, if you think, the reason why special teams is awesome in the NFL is because to make it to the NFL, you have to be the best player at your school. You have to be the best player at your position, but you're not good enough to be a starter, so you're going to play now special teams, which you've never played in your entire life. You're starting a linebacker. You were never on a punt team on your high school team because you were too important. Right. College, you're too important. But here, you're not better than our starter, so we want you on a team still, so you're going to be on the punt team. So these guys have to learn an entirely new game of football basically when they get to the NFL and there is a lot of room for fuck ups whenever people are running at that high of speed that almost explains like the Steve Tasker types it's like oh he probably played special teams his whole life at some point and then was also doing in the NFL it's like no I get all the rules yes yeah Yeah. but all the other guys they're a superstar 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 so you're not going to put your superstar on special teams right so then they get to the NFL it's like yeah you were a superstar but here you're our third stringer we would like you to play special teams it's like well I want to make a living so guys it's just learning in a whole new game of football and there's a lot of dumb rules too there's a lot of very stupid rules in special teams <laughs> very stupid very stupid they make they make the game too complex yeah like gunner if the gunner can stop the ball before going in the end zone whether he steps in the end zone or out of bounds or not like what the fuck are we doing let him do it what does that right, matter? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. let a, let a, if, he, if it was my job to punt it and there, then in college you can stand in the goal line yeah, but in the, the NFL ball you can't, can't yeah. yeah it's just like there's it was my job to punt it close to that goal line. It was his to stop it. Like, are, why, are wait, you, why do we got to not let him? It's, are you as a punter, though? Obviously, you, you don't want this to happen because it's not good for your team. If one, let's say, a Devin Hester type or whoever, one of the best return men, when they break loose, yeah. are you in a way, though, kind of licking your chops like, I'm going to get this motherfucker? I, because you know if you hit him or if you get one of these stud uh, return men, yeah. you know, like, that shit's going viral everyone's talking about so it so i didn't i didn't i don't think that is the thought that like oh i know this is going to go viral but it is for me and this is a very selfish way to look at this so my job whenever i went on the field was to set our defense up with good field position so if i am in a position to make a tackle i did not do well right I did not right. do well you you've already failed i've already fucked up right yeah so this is going to cost uh my team my next contract my future and Pro Bowl probably possibilities here. So for me, it was literally just out of frustration of completely fucking up, to be honest. That's why I wanted to make, like a lot of kickers don't like making tackles. I don't understand it because I would rather have a 20 yard or a 10 yard net after a long punt return than a fucking negative 45, which ruins your everything for yeah. you. So it's kind of a, for me, I after the Trinan holiday hit, I knew that the internet was going to like it. I, yeah. <laughs> and while I was jogging on the sideline, because the stadium erupted, right? So sure. anytime a stadium erupts on a special teams play, normally it's a big play. So I knew that they were, the internet was going to like it. I feel terrible for Trinidad Holiday. <laughs> anytime a kicker makes a tackle, that thing is... Pfft. 
thrown out there and it's like, yo, Trinan Holiday does not deserve this. He does not deserve this. I got real lucky. Because you, you sort of alluded to it before. It was like sort of a perfect storm situation, right? Like it, it, he's going so fast. Yes. You and really I'm, don't have to do a whole lot to make him. But also I couldn't adjust. So right. like, let's say my angle I went on was somehow a half a step behind where he would have been. There's no like me cutting there. Right. I am on an A to B line right there. There is no adjustment. For if I, so it literally is just a lucky situation. It was a scratch off. I had a fucking scratch off <laughs> on Trendon Holiday. That's exactly what it was. I got very lucky. You know what they should do? They should add a challenge when they do the Pro Bowl stuff. Yeah. And the skills challenge. Pro Bowl should be all skills challenge, by the way. Right. What are we Don't even play game? the game. What are we getting? What are we playing this Vote game for? Vote them in. Vote them in yeah. so they can have the honor of being a Pro Bowler because there's a lot of contract clauses on that and shit like sure. that. Sure. So Pro Bowl is a cool thing to have. But if guys don't want to go, like, yeah, don't don't have them go but if guys want to get if you want to have guys come do like cool skills challenges like we should have a it should be a pro bowl like celebration as opposed to that pro bowl game because it's oh it is the fans don't like Did you it. Make a the pro players bowl? a couple of them yeah yes yeah. yeah yeah two, when, now two when you, of them two when nice. you go to the, the pro bowl retired I mean, to make a Pro Bowl and then retire. Yeah. Where, where's, were the games in Hawaii when you were in? No, Arizona. Some we had to bullshit. drive two Some hours bullshit. into the goddamn <laughs> desert to practice. I respect the troops. Arizona. Thanks. It was cold, too. It was cold. It was cold in the desert. It was. We just lost to the Patriots by 50, too, in that, <laughs> like the week before the uh, the Flategate game. So it was like, I was like, God damn, like what? Oh, yeah. That, That's that, right. So that That's... was your last year. Yeah, and it wasn't right from, no, it wasn't. That was but, the first. Okay. The... That was uh, my fifth year, I think. But we go right from Deflate Gate, getting our ass kicked in the rain, miserable weather, straight to the Pro Bowl. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. And then it was just like, yeah, getting to meet everybody was really cool. But it just turned into a it was a work week. It was what a are, what work. are guys doing during the work or, or during the week of Pro Bowl? That's well, there's like all these is events. It, there's a people partying. There's so in Hawaii. There's supposedly that's why I was very. It was supposedly there's this pool. That has it's an all NFL resort. So in Arizona, it wasn't an all NFL resort. There was other conventions going on too. So like JJ Watt had a miserable week. That guy would walk through the lobby and he would just get attacked. Luke Keekley, your boy, yeah. was there. It was just like fans were showing up with. It was interesting. It was very interesting. But in Hawaii, they have this pool party. I guess that everybody goes and has a good time. Like every night, I guess it's the thing. Arizona. No, you're next to you're next to Bob in there for some fucking car convention. Yeah, it was it was. We did get drinks at like the lobby bar. John Dornboss was doing magic there, so there was some drunk magic happening, which is good. He goes on to almost win America's Got Talent. Then, uh, but that's about it. Yeah, it wasn't the the dream scenario. You you sense. just talked about Deflategate. I I I always wondered from when the guys on the Colts like. How much did you guys we were you aware of that during the the moment? Like no, we didn't. I don't even think Dequan Jackson, who got the pick, even had a clue that it was happening, and he's the one that gave yeah. the ball. Yeah. So I don't even think he. We knew nothing. He about wasn't it. like this ball's yeah, squishy. Dequan didn't catch it and was like, right. you know what? I think yeah. they're cheating. Yeah. yeah, there was none of that. It was just that it happened. And I don't think we found out until maybe we were on the plane. We might have been on the plane right home. Like I, I don't even think and it had already been leaked out or whatever. And then it turns into that massive thing. 
I, we hated it because yeah. we lost by a hundred. So right, it was like, right. It wasn't the ball. Oh, so everybody, so just like Trinidad holiday gets ricochet shots. Every time a yeah. kicker makes a tackle, we were just getting ricochet shots. Cause they were like, did it matter? They, they beat the Colts by a yeah. hundred. It's like, God, <laughs> we got it. No, it doesn't matter by the way. It does. We just move past. Yeah. It. Yeah. So that, that does suck. Well, it's just, it was, there was no reason for it. I think it got blown out of proportion. Everybody feels that way. I feel like the, the I, and I always say it. It's like the reason it got blown out of proportion is because Tom Brady. they got caught again. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's kind of the and, standard. And they were like, hey, you fucked us on Spygate. We weren't really even doing anything wrong. Everybody tapes everybody. Everybodycheats.com. And then it's like, oh, you got caught again. <laughs> it's like, how many times, you know, it's like. We love the everybodycheats.com. Yeah. Like the it's fact like a that Patriots a Patriots fan, fan made a site to validate. See, I didn't even know that. I'm learning something. Yeah. 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 So, so there's a website called everybodycheats.com, which came out a few years ago. And it's basically a Pats fan made it to document all 32 NFL teams. Of using any instance, and, and they get very minuscule. You got to respect it. Yeah. Though. You yeah. have to respect that. You have to respect <laughs> yeah. that guy or girl. I would yeah. assume a girl could be. No, it's a guy that living in his stalking yeah. and obsessed. Yeah. yeah, that this is his mom's class. involved. She's doing a lot of research. Yeah. But she's making him the bagel bites. Yeah. That's how she's involved. He's but like it's a like PI for the Patriots. I always say deflate. It's like OJ. OJ didn't go to jail for murdering two people. He went to jail for like yeah, but robbing he, somebody. But he went to jail yeah. for murdering two people. And I think right? when like, the judge even sentenced him, yeah, it was kind of like. In between the lines. Like, yeah. We feel like you have really... Like, I think the number of days or months he got was, like, equivalent to how... Like, there was some relation yeah. to the original crime. But that's the thing. Like, Deflategate was because of Spygate. Like, it was like, you're getting punished for the last thing that you kind of got off on. See, I didn't even think about that. See, here's me. Not even I'm thinking. a fucking... I just hate Patriots this, fans. Yo, he's a New Yorker, though. So. A Giants, Giants. I'm a Giants fan, so I love it when the Patriots go to the Super Bowl because I'm like, if we get there, we'll win. But... You know, like the Giants are in a rough, interesting world uh, right now. Yeah, Eli all of a sudden comes out and starts balling against Nick Mullins. Yeah, all of a sudden out of nowhere, Odell Beckham wide open in the end zone again, and it gives you guys like a little hot. It's like golfing. Like you guys hit that one good shot, you're like, oh, I want to go back golf because of that one shot. Is well, that what I, it's like? Or are you guys? Yeah. Well, my thing is too. Like I think the hot take culture of like Eli Manning's washed. It's like you don't just wake up one day and you're terrible at football. Like maybe the team sucks suddenly, and he's also simultaneously declining. It's like a couple variables. Yeah. Like you know, he's the same age as Rivers. He's the same age as Roethlisberger. They're from the same draft class. I don't think he woke up one day and was and just sucked at football. It's like simultaneously their O line sucks. They don't have any defense. McAdoo's hair, oh awesome, my God. bro, best in that the world. That guy tried to ruin the mustache for me. Where's like he? That guy. Where's you've he? had a mustache for that long? This isn't just like Movember. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. I have a process because I just hate shaving. My beard grows crazy, so I just get a you huge Italians. beard. Yeah, yeah. See, that isn't the point of I just I just shaved this <laughs> yesterday because I had the full beard rocking, and I was like, I'm over it. Took it down to the mustache, then we start over the process. If I could grow that mustache, I would do it every day. <laughs> yeah, every day I would do it every day. He Joe grows it in like a week. Yeah, it's that's like a week for you. It's a, it's a blessing and a curse. You know, although when he goes to San Francisco, he really enjoys it. Yeah, I rocked the Freddie Mercury up there. I'm a, I'm a goddamn, the movie's coming I'm a gay out. Icon. The movie's coming out. I think it's out. Yeah. The movie's out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You, There's an Elton John one coming out, too. Did you see that trailer? Yeah, I did see that. I did. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I'm a fan of Elton John. It's, Is Jake Gyllenhaal Elton John? No. Yep. Is he? Jake Gyllenhaal's Elton I don't John? Think so. I think it's a Brit. I think it's Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> ah, I could be wrong there. I watched a video early this morning. I, I could be completely wrong, but that movie's coming out. It should be good. You know, he got a piano for Christmas as a child, it was in the trailer. That's where, oh, it was? Yeah, that's where it all started. That makes sense. Yeah. Was he wearing the duck outfit? You guys know the duck outfit? You got, and meanwhile, you got a one-bar 
football helmet, and that's how that's. I how tried to get that my rookie year. Did you? I tried to get the one bar. They, they wouldn't, wouldn't let give you do it to that? You? No, you had to get grandfathered in. They had to rule change. Grandfathered <laughs> in. Yeah, if you already had it, you could have it. You had that bar it. had to bestow yeah, it to yeah. you personally. It, it was. Um, you had to prove on 23 Me you were related to Robbie Roby, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> Reggie Roby. Yeah, there was Reggie Roby. There was a... Um, there was a legend punter. He had a white. He had like you know Paul Tuttle Senior. No, from Orange County. Choppers? Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. You know that like Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah. He this punter had the Hulk Hogan all white handlebar handlebar, and he had a single bar helmet, and he had it down. So it was literally just his face with like a beanie <laughs> on. It was awesome, and it was that was, that was the guy. I was like, I want to look like that. Did you did you notice the Ray guy frame jersey? The only punter in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Until I'm, I'm a little adopted. indifferent about Ray Guy. Okay, well, what's your deal? I don't know anything about him. Somebody sent that to us, so I put it up. What's the deal with Ray Guy? Ray Guy's a legend. He changed the punting world for sure. But what it was he, a finalist for his award. He chose another guy. Oh, oh wow. It was home. Ray guy, Ray guy was not the guy then. Right? He just, I'm a little indifferent. Who, who got it? I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember his name. But he was a Raider? No, no, no. His he was friend. His, Ray guy was friends with this kid's coach, like roommates or something. Classic. Like that. And they said it the night before at like the little we're having beers, and they said it the night before. Ray guy said it to the kid, and I was like, oh, I'm fucked. I know it. <laughs> I absolutely yeah. know it. We weren't the right. We're taking down the jersey the second you leave. No, we're, we're gonna no. sell it. On He's eBay. a legend. He is yeah. a legend. <laughs> but uh, it's you know he and I have a little bit of a beef. Said, he want, doesn't even know it by the way. It's a one way beef. If you want me to light that on fire. By the way, this is I. Okay. I feel like this is the next my bookie horse event. Like you and Ray guy kicking footballs into the basketball court on Venice Beach. I night. bet you Ray guy can outkick me right now. <laughs> if no I, way. I doubt it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea. I wonder how far you could punt if you, if 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 we put Pat at the end of of where the water comes in. How mm-hmm. far could he punt into the wind, into the ocean, right here in Venice? Into the or how about out? Yeah, that'd probably be the way to Give go. Him some wind. You can go Give out help. from there and try to. How far does it take? Yeah, definitely with the wind help. Yeah, yeah. I'm, maybe like, put him on a boat. Bro, I'm retired. The, the last thing you're gonna have me do is uh, two things: kick laces and kick into the wind. I ain't <laughs> yeah. ever doing. Okay, that is that is Achilles' heel of. So, so you're going with the wind. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, yeah, it, I like to go. I would like to get a bit happy. Yeah. The wind what's, is a nightmare. What's How the stadium? Think, what's the stadium that the wind would kick your ass at? Cleveland like, is the worst. That yeah. place was terrible. That that place was absolutely terrible. That, that, I almost quit football after. Cleveland. <laughs> I was like, I am not good enough because I wasn't that great. I almost quit life after visiting Cleveland. So I, I actually sense. like the city more than I thought I was going. Really, to. grew up in Pittsburgh. I was told to hate Cleveland. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Sure. Then you go to Cleveland. It's like a nice city. And that was back when LeBron was there, so there was some happiness. Now it's what, Baker and Greg what Williams. What would you say is nice about Cleveland? I find this interesting. I thought I, I, it just looked a lot nicer than I thought. It was. I thought it was cleaner, more modern than I thought it was going to be. Well, yep. yeah, they 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 set you up with like the rivers on fire and everything, yes. and there's just steam everywhere. Yeah, and like it's a nice place. Pollution. I went to a nice dinner there. I enjoyed Cleveland. We we've had the this, wind though. Or, I shouldn't even say we. Me being a guy from Ohio, Joe has had this ongoing beef. I just I wrote one tweet with and people the entire, from the Cleveland. Ohio. The entire state of Ohio lost their mind. Well, like, it's literally you know how they have like Detroit versus everybody and Barcelona is Barcelona versus everybody. Ohio very much the same. Yeah, yeah. Ohio versus. Everybody. I, it was the most like softball shit joke too. I said tough. Year for residents of Ohio. LeBron leaves. Urban Meyer scandal. The whole time they've had to live in Ohio. 
Oh. And the whole fucking state was like, oh. fuck you. You live in a fucking shit dump in California. I'm like, all right, here's the big thing. By the way, the that's, so that's the thoughts that we have over there in the middle of America is that you guys are this. That's why I'm saying this is really nice because I think in my head, what I think of when my friends moved out here right after college, they were living in real shit boxes. But yeah. Yeah. they were flexing because they were on Instagram. You know, yeah. flexing. This place is really nice. It's the same. It's the same thought about Ohio. Though. Yeah, exactly. The way like the river. Ohio. Like we think the river is just always on fire, and people just think we're like Fletch. Like we're just like living under the pier, like with homeless people. By the way, there are people yeah. living under the pier. Right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people probably who had aspirations to have a smut studio. Yeah, <laughs> living under that pier over there. I'll tell you what. The one guy living under the pier. Gave Lamar all he could handle before you got there. <laughs> one arm, <down. laughs> one arm, and no shoes. Uh, this is awesome. Thank you guys for having me, dude. What do you got going on out here? I don't know. So I'm here for the WWE. Yeah, I got NXT. I do a pre, uh, NXT pre-show. Michael Cole of the WWE is the one of the first people from like a mainstream network. I was like, yeah, I want you on a microphone on our network or whatever. I'm like, thanks, man. Like they're super PG. He was like, just just don't swear. Yeah. Like you can say whatever you want. You can act however you'd like. Just don't swear. I'm like, we'll give it a go. I mean, we'll give it a go. We'll how see difficult how do you think that'll be for you? I've been on four times. So this is my fourth time. First time was very difficult. The first time was very tough because, well, you know, if, if you're making a living talking into a microphone and on the internet, we have a lot more better rules. It's hard not to just let a fuck when well, you get yeah, comfortable yeah. on a microphone, just like ah blah 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 blah. But then we did a swear jar where I raised like fifteen thousand dollars with my swear jar on my wow. show. Yeah, we donated it to a kid named we Jason. We just did a swear free episode and yeah. it was like last uh, week. Like the whole thing, it was just slower and quieter. It's it's tough. Like, don't get yeah. worked up or you're gonna swear. Well, it's not as genuine, right? Because your mind has to think of a response, so it's not just yeah. going. So it's the the first one was a little difficult, but I've gotten the hang of it. I have like a uh, FCC switch I've created, hopefully. I mean, I could definitely let one fly over there, though. Sure, <laughs> it, it, there is. I mean, that is a possibility, but I don't think I will. And you're a you're a big wrestling fan. I'm enjoy. I enjoyed a lot. Yeah, I enjoyed watching the. I grew up in the Attitude Era, where The Rock and Stone Cold were on TV every single week, and there was. I was a young kid. It was awesome. So I've been a fan for a long time, and getting to meet Triple H and the whole business has been cool. It's been really cool. We'll see what happens. I'm looking to be the United States champion. I like to be your champion. Yours. Really? <laughs> personally. Your personal champion. The Smut Studio or just me, Andy Ruther? Well, this is... You and the Smut Studio both technically in the United States. Yeah. I'd like to be the champion of anything in the United <laughs> States. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, what basically the president. Can we somehow incorporate Harambe into this? Yeah, I see you got it. You got him above the bed there? Yeah. You got him above me here? Yeah. Cincinnati guy. I can... You know, he died in my hometown. He was yeah. murdered in the Cincinnati Zoo. Yeah, he lived a great life until he got to Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's what happens to a lot of people. No offense against my hometown, but come on. I love Cincinnati, man. You like Cincinnati? I do. What do you, what do you like? What's like the biggest difference? The between- casino. The fucking casino. The horseshoe casino? Yeah, live games. That's the. I go to, I go to the casino in Cincinnati. What do you play? Oh, uh, it depends. Depends. Craps guy? Oh, boy. I will spend some time at a craps table. <laughs> I will spend some time at a craps table. I, they don't let you kick it. No, no, no. But I, we, I watched a six-minute video on YouTube on how to set the dice yeah. and how to throw the dice. And for some reason, I have an actual confidence walking to the table that I am going to do well when I get there. Yeah. And, Probably very similar to the punt, like just a little bit off here well, or there. You well, you, really you, yeah, and then you got to make sure they don't spin before they hit. And if they hit it square, it's just like a dead poo-poo. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's an actual YouTube video I watched. Seven minutes. I've watched it 
15, 20 times. Like just- I, my uh, craps is always like, I'm just going to go. It's going to be very aggressive. So one out of four is going off the table. Oh, people start, dirty die. People start rolling their fucking eyes and go, hey, man, like, look, we're all here to win. We're all here to make money. So I'm doing it my way. That's the slower you are with your dice being tossed to the blackjack table, yeah. the slower the money's coming in. Yeah, but I bet you win with that one. Yeah, yeah. I do. I like to get a good heart off the back wall, you know, like a little. I like the field bets, though. That's really where I make my cash. Can I ask you something unrelated to what we're talking about? I want to ask about them moving the game from Mexico City. Is it here? It's in L.A. now. I heard it was moved back to Mexico City. Is it not? It's in L.A. It's in L.A. So the person who tweeted me lied, which would never happen right here. <laughs> but somebody tweeted, because we're here, so there, yeah. there was conversation on whether or not we should try to go to the game. It's, it's, Mon- it's Monday night. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, as, as a player, I don't know, if, did you see any pictures of that field down there? I didn't. I heard Shakira really did, a, did quite, a, <laughs> quite a scene down there, though. What was it? It was just the grass was taken. Yeah, yeah. The Dude, hips, man. Those hips fucking destroy a, the turf. Yeah, that's what happened. They yeah. don't lie. They don't lie. And, and they, they tear the shit demolish out of Demolish football fields. <laughs> What's amazing is you think with all the Mexicans down there, they would have that shit fucking taken yeah, care of immediately, right? That's literally what Ita- my brother texted These Italians, these yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But, well, the, but well, it's because their best players come up here. But let's be they're, honest. They're, there's actually going to be more Mexicans. There will be more Mexicans in the game in Los Angeles than Mexico City, you could argue. So I feel like a, there's a little tension from you guys here in California towards the- uh, well, We love Mexicans. We're just yeah. jokes. My favorite people in the these whole world. These are all jokes here. Yeah. 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 They're, they're all jokes. I, I, I truly Mexicans. The Italians, though. You never know. Yeah. Where, yeah, where, that's, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Mexicans are my favorite people in the whole world. They're hardest working, hardest part. Joe has a great bit on it. What yeah. happened to the field down there, though? What did happen? It was Shakira? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a Shakira concert. All the fans load in, load out. You know how it goes. Yeah, yeah, Is yeah. it back in Mexico? Evan's got a picture here. Let me see it. Look at this thing. So what is it? Apparently, they do like three games a week. And, of course... Three it, soccer games a week. Yeah, but like, there's some football fields in the NFL that are very bad. Who, that who, they spray paint. Who? The, give, give me, give me some fields. I think any, any one where they're doing like SC anywhere, anywhere plays you and see a grass do. field, there's probably a chance at some point during the season. I feel like Pittsburgh's field was always that's a spray painted field. Yeah. But I think it's every. It's not. I think Pittsburgh Heinz Field kind of gets a. You're saying they spray paint it green. They spray paint the dirt green, yeah. Right. So it looks like on TV it's grass, but it's yeah. literally just spray painted dirt. It's very, or not spray painted, I think it's like a fertilizer right. that they spray Where's on. Your, where was your least favorite place to play? Cleveland was definitely, it was so windy. Cleveland. So windy. It was cold and windy. And there was a guy named Rabbit returning. I was like, I'm going to get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Wait, what? His, his nickname was The Rabbit. I don't know. And he was standing back there and he knew I was not having going to have a good day. It was like he was taunting me. It was like every fourth down was just a nightmare. And I was like, I'm a professional. I should I should not want to cry right now, but I do. I would go back to the sideline, Vin Terry be sitting there. I'm like, yeah, these are fucking terrible. And he's like, oh, just power through it, buddy. I'm like, I'm trying, Vinny. <laughs> you guys I'm are, about to cry. You guys are probably winning all those games, right? No, we were losing early. We had to come back late and win. But yeah, it was a real close game. I shouldn't have, I, I should have done better. What was it like playing with Peyton? Wild. Just... He's a machine. Yeah, he was. A, I drank beers with him as well, so I had a good time. He enjoyed my. He enjoyed me, so I appreciated that. He was very nice to me. He should, didn't have to be, but he was a machine. He, I actually he think was literally it, a machine. I actually think at this point he's underrated. 
I, I don't think Peyton Manning gets the respect that he deserves. Well, see, I live in Indianapolis, so there's right. a statue of him. Right. So I, I, <laughs> I, I see the respect he gets on a daily basis. But you're talking about an overall NFL talk. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady conversation just yeah, I mean, like Tom. Okay, Tom Brady has like I'm always like, come on. When when Peyton Manning left the Colts. They, they lost every fucking game. When Matt Castle had to start, they won 11 games. I was there. I was part of that. Yeah, that, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's that's the argument we like always Curtis use. Curtis Painter didn't come in and just go, oh, I'm going to win 11, 11 games and be on the edge of the fucking playoffs. Like it's Kerry Collins, too. Yeah, Kerry, Kerry Collins. trust me. I'm a Giants fan. I, I, I know all about Kerry Collins. Kerry... He came out of retirement. Took, with you guys. took four mil. He didn't He didn't drink any beers, yeah, by the way. Yeah, because he was a fucking drunk back in the day. That's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. When he was in New York, we used to make fucking, you know, Tom Collins, whatever. We would call him Kerry Collins. You just double vodka. Is just the Kerry Collins. <laughs> That's his, and then, he, and he then, was a nice guy. And then overthrow way. screen passes. You that, know? Well, he got he got killed by J.J. Watt first game. He came out of retirement. Bill Polian talked him into coming out of retirement. First game, J.J. Watt, Houston Texans. I think it was prime time. All that. And uh, he got a concussion week one. And I don't think I ever saw him play football again. Yeah. He took $4 million and left. See you later. <laughs> yeah. Curtis Painter gets in there, loses a little bit. Dan Orlovsky, the guy who ran out of the back of the end zone for the Detroit Lions, right. comes in, wins us two games. Whole, whole, all hell breaks loose uh, outside the locker room because who knows if we still got the number one pick to get Andrew Luck. Hilarious scenes. Yeah. Hilarious scenes. But yeah, you're right. Peyton was unbelievable. We always talk quarterbacks on our show. We, like, we get in just deep arguments. That'll never end. But I want to bring up the Drew Brees thing because I see him in the comments. Some of the dirtballs asking since we've had big talks about it and obviously he beat you guys in the Super Bowl. We have put Brees and I know these lists are a lot of times are bullshit, Pat. We've put him, Joe and I have actually agreed on this one. We've put him sixth behind Brady, Rogers, Elway, Manning, Montana. And then Brees. And, and, we're saying and, then, he, and then people are like, kill yourself. No. Best quarterback of all time. I think we're getting to that point, though. Yeah. I think it's it has to be, right? Drew Brees, and there's there, the reason why they're bringing up Drew Brees is because me and his little baby during that Super Bowl celebration up right. there with the headset. Right. We've had an ongoing beef. You and, and it, the baby? Yeah. I know that kid's in a little bit older now. Yeah. And I don't, I don't mind the kid how he is now. But that baby, I, I had a lot of, had Is a he lot just of just taunting you with the headphones. We were and... walking off the field. There's confetti flying everywhere, you know. Yeah. And I'm a rookie. I thought I just, I thought there was a chance that I just somehow rode the coattails to a Super Bowl ring my rookie year. I'm like, here we look at this. I didn't even know how to punt a couple weeks ago. This is awesome. Yeah. And then I look up at the screen, and it's just Drew Brees so happy, and that baby up there just <laughs> taunting. And I just walked in the locker room, and I'd never seen a more miserable place. I've never walked into a more miserable place than that locker room after the loss of the Super Bowl. Never walked into a more miserable place in my entire life. It was the and I was like, huh. my last thought before walking in, I was like, yeah, that baby. So I've always held a grudge <laughs> against that baby. But Drew Brees is Mister NFL. When I was at the Pro Bowl out there in Arizona, he like loved everything. He was like the consummate professional. Yeah, and he's really, really fucking good at football. Yeah. But do you think we're crazy to put him sixth again? We're saying all the time. We're not knocking. We're just saying. Okay, what, so do go through your list again. I'm sorry. What, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. No, no particular order. Yeah. Manning. And, and by the way, that's just top five. Uh, Elway, Aaron Rodgers. I know Aaron Rodgers, but like... I think that's a pretty good top five, though. Right? Yeah. All, all we're like saying is like Breeze... And, and, and I said the other day, I go, hey, 
you know, the, in the, no, you're yeah, saying in, in no, no particular, particular order. order because it depends on what you're debating. Right, the legacy. Yeah, like it's, it's so hard. Like big moments. Like are right. you talking about that? Are you talking about winning? Because Peyton had the winningest decade in NFL history. Whenever he finished with the Colts, I was at the tail end of it. It's right. like there's so many different genres, but that's why Tom Brady always wins in the end because it always boils back to. Well, Super Bowl rings. It, right. it always does. But in no particular order, those top five, I think you're pretty spot on right there. I think yeah. that's pretty good. And then Drew I saw- Brees, I think, is definitely there in that next level. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't get a lot of respect either. There's another right. guy that doesn't get a lot of respect. Yeah. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, I think, deserves more respect than he gets. I was in a team meeting. One I mean, year, I mean, my guy Eli is just a, a doormat at this point. Well, this he's guy like 113 and 110. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of losses, you know, and yeah. losses go very heavily on the quarterback, whether they deserve it or not. But um, Roethlisberger wasn't treated in the meeting that I the meetings that I sat in the team meetings like how Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and them were like in the game prep by assistant coaches and stuff like that the way they were talking and then I watched Ben Roethlisberger throw for 500 yards against the Colts and it was like yo. This guy yeah. every single week it seems like he dominates. Antonio Brown's the best wide receiver in football. It it's a fact that the wide receiver can't be the best in the game if it wasn't for who's throwing to him. That's why Odell Beckham's so pissed off at your boy. Right. Because he's like, I can't make the deep plays because Eli can't get it there anymore. So it's like, yeah. I think Ben Roethlisberger also deserves some respect. Do you think if Breeze, because we're saying this, he now has... He's winning the MVP this year, by the way, Drew Okay. Yeah, we, we were basically saying he's our leading candidate at this point. Well, also, a guy on my show is named Diggs. He's an Italian. Yeah. He's a degenerate. Yep. Um, Those, he, you, the, you don't have to say both. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Pick one. He no. likes good food. <laughs> he likes good food. He yeah. loves organized crime. Yeah. yeah. So he, um, he has this conspiracy that has really been... Looking serious that the NFL is rigged for Drew Brees. Yeah. So that it's rigged for Drew Brees. This year. This year it's been yeah. rigged. All of his record-breaking things have been wide open and have happened with such ease. The only thing, he he hadn't beat the Baltimore Ravens. He's the only team he hadn't beat. So Justin Tucker misses the first extra point in the history of Justin Tucker. Ooh. This is a real Italian fucking yeah, conspiracy. This is, he, this is when you go deep. Yeah. This is when the yeah. some things just hit he the lost, organized Italian yeah. brain. They yep. go, there's too many things happening. We got to start cooking here. <laughs> too many things. We got to start cooking. Doesn't then make sense. Justin Tucker just missing field goals now. Come yeah. on. And there's another thing against the Rams. Johnny Hecker got that first down. They ruled it back. Oh, oh that was a bullshit and call. That's, by the way, that's a scoring drive right there. Yeah. That is a scoring that drive. That was a 14 point yeah. swing. Yeah. That's a 14 point swing. That happens. I like this conspiracy. And he's never won an MVP. So right. you're just, he's guaranteed he's winning the MVP. Well, that's what I said yesterday. But he also is incredibly good. I love Drew Brees. I think he is one of the all time best. You know, like he's right up there. He's got all the accolades, he's got everything. But people, when we say sixth, you would you would think we said six hundredth. They're like, fuck you. He never had a defense. He never had receivers. Oh, they think he never he, had who do they think he should be above Elway? That's what I'm saying. That's I go, our argument. That, that was our argument. It's like, who are you who, taking? Who do you, who's above? out of the top five? Well, that's what to put somebody up there. You have to take somebody out. Right. And I don't know who you would. take So out then of. I said yesterday. I said, hey, now he's got the big time receiver. He's got two backs. He's got a defense. He's gonna win his first MVP. Great. You he's want got, the spot? Win the second Super Bowl or leave me the fuck alone? Well, Andy's got an offensive coordinator that very much understands him. So, yeah. and, the, and Kamara is a different level. And that Taysom Hill, dude, what a player. Dude, he's fun to watch. He's like 45 years old rookie just dominating out there. That guy is the best. I mean, See, when I watch him, I actually, I thought of you. He's got the, he goes with the two gloves. I he's wore got one like, glove. You, know, you won glove. So you wear the Michael Jackson. Have you, done, have you done any Mormon missions? 
Me, no, but Austin Collie has. And when Mitt Romney was running for president, <laughs> I basically during a conditioning session, it was a 30 minute conditioning session. I just peppered Austin Collie with like basically tell me the entire Mormon religion. If Mitt Romney's going to be the president, I would like to know. <laughs> I would like to know. Did you end up voting for Romney? No, I didn't. I chose not to vote. I think it's, it's kind of been my move, but the, um, until recently, obviously, because now the way politics are, you have to. Yeah. But, um, I will, I was going to vote, but then I decided not to, because I found out you could buy those. I voted stickers. on Etsy. <laughs> Everybody's flexing on the yeah. internet. Yo, people, man, oh, according to Instagram, I voted flexing. forty times. Dude, I was losing. I was telling. I was losing followers left and right because I was coming hard at like people acting like they politics sat, is the in thing right now. Dude, yeah, but they people these people vote. Pat, they act like they sat through a war torn country like <laughs> Africa. Motherfucker, you sat on your iPhone for ten minutes and then cast your vote. Stop acting like you did this this wondrous deed. They helped the world out. They they helped the world out by voting. Let them live a little bit, man. Yeah. Huh? Why don't you let them live a little it's bit? It's all rigged, by the way. It's yeah, like the Ray Guy Award. It's, come on. Yes. It's very predetermined. It's very difficult. Some coaches take, fucking kids getting it. Um, true. Right? What a way to compare that. Yeah. Yeah. So true. <laughs> it, is, it is like Ray Guy. Fucking guy. Fucking. Now, now I'm going to look at that and just go, fucking guy. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, we weren't the right three finalists. Okay. There was three other guys better than all three of us, but out of the three finalists, you should have been though. Yeah. That's right. Like, hey, I'm wasting my time coming down here. Like, let's actually let's do this. Yeah. I'm not having a good time. <laughs> you know, I'd rather be in Morgantown, West Virginia. I promise you that. Good time that place. You ever been Morgantown? Oh, I've never been to Morgantown. Man, I don't know how it is now. To be honest, I haven't been in a couple of years. But what it used to be it was just a good time mecca. Just, good good so college town. You, you said best. You said Cleveland twice, where you didn't want to go. As far as playing and like the after party and where where did you want to be? Where if you like gonna, if I was to be on a team or just like wherever? Like they're going, hey, we're going there this week. You're like, yeah, this is gonna be a good week. We're gonna no, fucking- we don't party. Never, never, never. That is such a that is. I think that's a very. I mean, Plaxico shot himself in the leg in a nightclub, so somebody's partying. Yeah, but I don't think it's like on. A, uh, I think that might have been off season or during uh, something. Like I got arrested during a bye week. I went pretty hard during a bye week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like during the season, like trips and stuff like that, it's right into a hotel. And normally you have like an hour and then there's meeting, 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 curfew. Because I think back in the day, people used to live pretty right, hard. Right. And then now it's just like everything's so structured. And I don't know if it's like it for every team, but for the Colts, we didn't really get a, Like I barely saw any city that we went to. I would just be passed out in my hotel to a bus to the stadium, bus, airport, gone. If that makes any sense. Yeah. If that does it. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't, I mean. But you, you guys do. were actually, I mean, I wonder if it's different for bad teams, right? Because you guys were good. Do you, I see. I don't think. Or, or I do think, you think it doesn't matter? Yeah, because every team has cops on them. You know, every yeah. team has cops there that are like patrolling your floor. And then it seems like then people just wait till the Super Bowl to get in trouble. And Twitter. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? They, what, because everybody Dude, gets that's around wild. each other. Yeah. I, I think it's because everybody's in there. But there's Twitter, and, with the evolution of Twitter and everything, I think guys are very scared to- Can't do anything. Well, it's- you. you so you, wait, you got, we got to go back to so your arrest on the bye week. Yeah, yeah. I remember that, but I don't remember. I don't remember the arrest, but I remember the, uh, I remember I, the story. I mean, there's a couple stories. You know, the yeah. cops have theirs, I have mine. They said I went swimming. I could have been sweating. I mean, there's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> October twentieth, two thousand ten. It was. Uh, it it was, was in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was in the part. It was in the party part of town too. Right. So it's like that's actually what the Indianapolis people started liking me for. They're like, oh, this guy is. Was one that of, the year that Indy hosted the Super Bowl? Mm, 
Possibly. It was around then, right? Yeah, Andy did host the Super Bowl. Was it 2011? Usually, that, yeah, was, yeah, your, yeah. that was your Giants yeah, absolutely. Uh, Patriots. Yeah, it was in 2000, it was the 2011 game, so it was the 2010, 2010 season. season. Yeah, yeah. That, that season. I used to date a girl from Indy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Probably a very nice lady. She is. Indiana people are very nice. Yeah. Incredible. That's why I love the place. Good people. Good people. Good people. I always tell Joe that. Good people. I got to stick yeah. up for the Midwest. Good people. Yeah, that's what it's about. And $200 apartments. Yeah, $2,000. And, and Applebee's. Yeah, yeah. What, what? Great Applebee's. The ribs are incredible. <laughs> Dry rub Applebee's ribs are. What, see? Do I know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. This guy, can, knows, this guy knows the Midwest. Yeah. You, you know, my buddy sent me, uh, you ever had Montgomery in? No. Ribs? No. Cincinnati? No. Ah, bro. I only do things that get delivered to my house. DoorDash, big deal. I love that. Thing. I hope you're sponsored by them. I'm not. Well, there you go. Now you are. <laughs> I don't know if I want to represent their company because I've seen a little bit of a a fall, a decline in okay. service. Yeah. But all those things, Grubhub, DoorDash. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. I what love a- that. I don't even have to leave my house. What about, okay, I got to ask you. I get Applebee's ribs in my living room. <laughs> this is amazing. It's awesome. It is. What about in Cincinnati? Have You, you had- got your own local newspapers fucking tagged to the wall so you could just have the ribs delivered. That's right. Yeah. Skyline, have you had Skyline Chili in Cincinnati? Uh, I don't know why you guys like it. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I want to ask you. It's It's disgusting. It's not even chili. It's just a sauce. It's a, it's a, it's like a, sh- a shit brown looking sauce. <laughs> yeah, and they're ruining pasta as an Italian. Like, no, can, so can, can we Italian. leave the fucking pasta out of this? <laughs> yeah, what did the dump? pasta do? Keep them yeah, on hot yeah, dogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, stay away from the pasta. They're like, we're gonna put cheese on it and then onions and then macaroni. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Get the fucking spaghetti out of here. I, I don't mind it. Like, I'll eat it. Yeah, but I don't know what the big. You know what I mean? Like I don't sure. know. I don't know why it's such a big deal. Such a big deal in Cincinnati. I think like there's other in there. Jeff Gold Ruby. Star. Jeff Ruby. Well, Jeff Ruby. Yeah, he's got the good restaurants, like the nice restaurants in town. That's what I'm saying, though. You guys should think about promoting those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I was asking about Montgomery and ribs because you you love their ribs. Got it. In Skyline Chili, I understand is like a cult following over there for you guys. You love it. No, here's the funny. Yeah, thing. I know you. I actually, yeah, yeah. No, no, hold on, yeah. hold on. I actually like Gold Star Chili better because it's, it's a thicker meat. Oh, so that's like the people. That's in- his preferred fast food shit chili. That's the. That's, <laughs> like, that's the what are we talking about here? It's like if I. It's like I'm in New York. I'm like, oh, Domino's is the way to go. You got to go fucking Domino's. Like, come on, Pizza eat some Hut. real fucking Pizza Hut. By the way, <laughs> yeah. is the best way. Pizza Hut is the best. We like Pizza Hut over Domino's. Yeah, yeah. Pizza Hut is. But as like a New Yorker, like that's a whole other realm. Of, like there's pizza and then there's pizza. You yeah, know what I mean, I, the amount of Italians in New York, you guys have been. You're very lucky with the amount of pasta, food, pizza, everything like that. In Indiana, there's not a lot of Italians out there. Right. The two guys on my show might be one of the only two Italians in Indiana. How many guys are on your show? We got 10 Total. people that work at the business. It depends. Every day it kind of rotates. It's like four, five, six. The biggest network in, in Indianapolis. My platform might be. Yeah. Yeah. My platform might be in Indiana. That's why I was surprised none of the candidates, political candidates, reached out to me for commercials. It was every local commercial in Indianapolis was this one senator just getting crushed. He right. just, <laughs> every single, it was the middle of primetime football. Yeah. They had to have been paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. So as a small business owner, 
I'm thinking ahead now, four more years. I'm like, hey. Political aspirations? Like, you want to be governor? No, no. I watch House of Cards, man. I ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> no way. You end up dead in a garage? No, yeah, <laughs> no way am I doing that. Just walk into a bathtub, somebody hand me a razor blade. Like, I, no way. I watch House of Cards, which is basically based off the Clintons, right? I, From what I've been told, yeah. Like, yeah even if it's even if it's not 100% accurate, there has to be some sort of accuracy in there. Yeah. And yeah. I am not a part of that. <laughs> they didn't just get that shit from nowhere. I like to enjoy my life. I don't like like just, I just like keeping it moving. Would you take if they offered you money to do political ads? So I, it would have to be from both sides, though. Yeah, yeah. So I would have to because I, I very much, I, I fall in. That's a, actually a, a law. Gotta, yeah, I yeah. think I can't just have a. I don't know. Right, equal time. I would assume on mainstream networks it would be, yeah. but I'm not yeah, sure right. if on a podcast. You know what I mean? Compl- but it might be though. Yeah, you, I might walk into a, a fucking criminal situation here. Yeah. I'm happy you give me a heads up. House of Cards, I have my head cut off. Yeah, yeah. but it, it, I'm think <laughs> the amount of money they had to spend on these fucking ads. I and they're talking about like millions and millions and millions of dollars being raised. That's just strictly for. But ads. But this is right? what I always say, and maybe people are fucking idiots. I not once have been watching the game, see an ad, and been like. Yeah, that guy's right. I'm voting for him. Like, like you don't know about Joe Donnelly in Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Donnelly. I, we were. I was trying to give Joe Donnelly a heads up on my podcast. Like for weeks, two weeks ahead of the the election, I was like, I don't because it was every single commercial. It was like no matter what you watch, you watch Wheel of Fortune every single commercial. You watch Jeopardy every single commercial. Every single commercial was about this guy named Joe Donnelly. What did he do? Sleeping Joe, no show Joe. You're talking about old Mexico Joe. Joe was getting crushed in the the ads they were making against the other guy. It was like he wears a blue shirt. I'm like, bro, this is not the avenue. So like on the podcast, we were actually like, we were. Like, what you got to get is you got to get the guy who did the campaign to come work for you. Oh my, start doing. I literally, I was like, uh, I don't know if Joe Donnelly listens to the show or anybody in his team. But they, he looks terrible right now. He looks very bad right now. Because it was primetime television, like three minutes straight of just bashing this guy. And it's Everybody in Indiana was like, they were almost, I don't want to say brainwashed, but it was, yeah. whenever you see one thing for 17 straight days, it's only, I was like, Joe Donnelly's getting crushed right now, bub. And he lost. It was like a big upset. And I'd been predicting it on my sports show. <laughs> I predicted a political upset on my show that took over election night, basically. <laughs> so I, I saw, it felt pretty good. I was like, I have a very basic palate. So if I'm seeing this guy get crushed, and I'm starting to wonder, I'm assuming others are as well. Something to think about, Mexico Joe. He was sending jobs to Mexico. Oh, you can't be doing that in 2018. No show Joe wasn't showing up to, to ah, votes. Ah, no. Yeah. No show Joe. Sleeping Joe was caught sleeping in his office. Classic, are you, classic are, union Are we guy, talking right? about Joe Donnelly or Joe Prano? Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of these like, seem pretty similar. I'm sending all my jobs to Mexico. <laughs> I got fucking... You want to live in... This guy wants to live in Mexico. I'm moving. You're I'm moving. Idiots. <laughs> very, very stupid. <laughs> you know what we should do? Baja, California. Going to the beach side of Mexico. Not, you know, that's they not where that, the cartels are. They do that thing. Oh, speaking of the cartel, Chapo right now in New York. I know. Wait, what? What? What's going on? He's on trial right now. I'll He's be on ex- trial in, in Brooklyn. Two jurors were like, uh, "We're out of here." Uh, yeah, but it's smart. I said I was just. I wouldn't about want the- any part of that. Being on the jury? Fuck no! No way! Chapo just looks over, sees the group, and then just looks back at a guy and that person. For yeah, the- but there's also probably the. Uh, that's why I said it's a good call for them to do it in Brooklyn. There's probably guys like I'm not afraid of no fucking Chapo. Come over here, Chapo. Fucking chop your head off. Like <laughs> they don't like, know. Those yeah, guys. they don't know. They're just those Brooklyn guys. guys are- like how fucking tough is he? <laughs> that guy, guy just- kicked me in the teeth one time. Come on, Chapo, bring it. You watch Narcos? Of course you did. Love Narcos. Cool. I'm all about it. 
Pablo did some wild shit. I'm assuming Chapo's doing the same. Yeah. I mean, how many times did Chapo escape? Dude, like, took a dirt bike down an air-conditioned <laughs> tunnel <laughs> right into his house. His tunnel is unbelievable. His air-conditioned tunnel under prison is nicer than the Smut Studio. Yeah. They, that, by the way, not even that's not even like yeah. close. It's probably nicer than my house. Yeah. yeah. They had rigged like um, they had lighting. They yeah. had the whole thing. It was he was on a track. They had air conditioning. Yeah. He literally rode his dirt bike. From his, he was actually getting lap dances from hookers while he was. <laughs> yeah, it was like an overnight bike. stay. It was like a, he stayed at a hotel halfway through in the tunnel. It's I insane. I love Narcos. <laughs> it's insane to think about. And, and when I watch, that's no- why I love. Like we're gonna, we're gonna put up a wall. Yeah, it's like dude, they have a they have an air conditioned tunnel that goes through. Yeah. Like hey, you, you get in it? in Mexico, it doesn't even come out in fucking San Diego. It comes out like in Denver. How deep? Are, <laughs> how deep does this wall go in? Yeah, yeah how deep yeah. is this? They are incredible. I could have never imagined the little world under there. It's like yeah. a little world. It, oh, it, it is. Documentaries tell you a lot of shit, too. Documentaries are just... I'm a big doc guy. Love them. <laughs> what's, a good, what's a good documentary watching these days? Uh, have you seen Icarus? No, but I've heard a lot about it. Starts out as like this guy trying to do biking. And I'm like, why am I watching that? Because they had Vladimir Putin's photo as the cover of it. And I'm like, oh, I'm interested in this. I saw on like doping and shit, right? Or- yeah, they, they got yeah. the Russian scientist that was getting around all the Olympian doping stuff. And this one guy was doing his doping like recipe, basically, and passed all the tests. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere... Russia gets attacked because of it. That guy has to go into hiding. Putin's like threatening people's life. Yeah, it was a really cool one. This great segue back to something. Didn't you get like randomly drug yes. test after the hit? Oh, yeah. All the time. <laughs> randomly drug test all the time. It was it was like uh, Eric Reed just came out for the Panthers and was like, I'm getting randomly drug tested all the time, which could be happening, but they do that all the time. It got to the point where if you didn't get drug tested, it was like, I must not have had that good of a game yesterday if old Roger Goodell doesn't think he should be tested. What's that, per- like, what's that process like when you get drug tested? Oh, yeah. There's a guy literally looking at your penis the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole process where he usually pays for that. I had a boy right here. <laughs> right over here. <laughs> boy. <laughs> Right over there. <laughs> That'll be the new drug testing facility in the smut studio. Drug free test. Drug free yeah. sport. You see guys but you better test positive would... here. That's how yeah. it works. We're, we're all for drugs here. There's vitamins T, H, and C that I would. Yes. Yeah, but I'd pass it. There's two different tests, too. There's street drug te- test, and then there's PED testing. So there's two different but tests. But, like, does somebody just show up? Yeah. There's a guy that works for every single team. There's a guy that works in every single city. I've been testing in Atlanta. I've been testing in Louisiana, Vegas, Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, I, I would. I love the hiring process idea of that guy. He's like, no, I know what a real dick looks like. <laughs> no, they go through. I, all. I can fucking spot a real dick like nobody's business. I had a new guy, a rookie, a rookie tested me, and he was so nervous he spilled all my piss out of the cup. <laughs> so I had to, I had to pee. So because you got to dump them into little tubes, like yeah. you, those twenty three and me yeah. spit tubes. We piss into a cup that's like this big. Then they have to dump it into the little tubes. And this guy's hands were shaking so much he was nervous. I was literally, I think. Look, I'm not Peyton Manning, bro. Relax. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. But I think he was so nervous to fuck it up because there's an entire procedure that you have to like right. sign off on because there's people that said the procedure was wrong. And he just spilled it all over the table. And I was like, well, what are we doing now? Because there's a four hour. Yeah. Let me. He's like, oh, I think you're gonna have to pee again. I'm like, what? This this sounds like a you problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, yeah, like, this is not a problem. I don't know so, if you know how the human body works. So I had to go I chug. Missed. I had to go chug Pedialyte. I shotgun a Pedialyte. That was an awesome <laughs> moment. Yeah, it was a pretty good spot. I would love if a guy's watching me piss. I would love to just look him dead in the eye and be like, "What do you think?" He's not looking at you in the eye. He's looking oh. right at your dick. 
<laughs> oh, so you can't be like he's looking you yeah, in the you eye. Go, are you gonna go like to fuck with him? Be like you would have to go like that. How's it looking, bro? You'd have to break his. Like they're just staring down. Or just yeah. put like you the, have to put your pants below your knees. You know, put a little fake mustache on there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Design it. And then you got to have your shirt off. So yeah, you're fully nude, basically. Because I guess guys were doing all of the tricks. Right. Did you see them. guys on your on your teams that were like sweating it out? Like fuck. No. Because nobody even. Because we knew. You guys ran a tight ship. We knew guys were on stuff though, but it's never talked about. Right. Like it's never talked about. In the street drug testing is from like four months, so it's like you just have to get clean for that section of the year. Yeah. So nobody really acknowledge much you know i think even guys that are about to fail ped tests like didn't even realize they were about to fail ped tests and but and now because supplements can be tainted i was gonna say and peyton was on steroids the whole time right that's that's (laughs) that's what we've learned since the last time i was on a casting couch like this it was with dave and big cat from barstool and dave broke the news to me that peyton manning and steroids had happened so literally the only two times i've been on a casting couch field that has been brought up to me i have never heard anything about it though to be honest but other than that 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 thing disappeared though, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was I mean, also it came from Al Jazeera. Yeah, like and that whole thing, I guess, was kind of the credibility was ruined by like fourteen different people. Yeah, right. and I mean, let's be honest, quite a big story. When did though. Al Jazeera go from like reporting the Middle East news to like Peyton Manning's juiced up? You're like, wait, wait, <laughs> where did you guys make the transition? They're from- like, we have to take America down at the head. <laughs> you ever watch the Russian Times? RT? No. You travel much? He gets. He sometimes he goes to Culver City and Santa Monica. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I walk across the street to the beach sometimes. So you don't have to travel, but like internet because you have this. I have to travel to this. But right? what do you mean, like when you say travel? When you're in a hotel, normally in some hotel, not normally, but yeah, some yeah, hotels yeah. they have all these weird, a bunch of channels, right? RT, the Russian Times, worth it if you ever get a chance. Why are they showing Russian Times when you're in hotels? You just need to watch it, though. That's all you need to do. It is worth it. And then yeah. like Al Jazeera's on there. Then there's Spanish. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's all the options yeah. in hotels. And I, I really dive in. I really, I, I watch local news if yeah. I'm in cities just to see what's going on here. I like, I was in Baltimore one time and the mayor was being accused of stealing Christmas donations to buy gifts. It was like on the local news. I'd never been happier. I was like, this is awesome. This is really, local news is the best. I just enjoy yeah, that type of stuff. It is the little things in life. Yeah. Right. It's everything. I do find myself watching the Spanish channels here sometimes. Do you know any Spanish? You no, should. I, I lived in Spain. I should, I should be fluent. Oh, did you? I should yeah. be flowing. You just dropped That's, that right there. Yeah, I did. A little humble brag right there. Just threw that I mean, in. you went abroad for a fucking semester, semester abroad. in college. I was there four months. Yeah, Barcelona? Act, acting like he had a f- owned a restaurant. And I went fucking... to Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, I had a tapas wine bar yeah. in yeah. Uh, Sevilla. Of course you did. No, uh, yeah. You studied but abroad. I was just getting drunk all the time. That's what I've heard study abroad sessions are. I never did that, but I, I mean, never graduated either. You didn't graduate? Nah. Me, Steve Jobs, Albert Einstein, Kanye West. Straight to the league? That's a good list. Respect. Thank That's you. A There's a lot of other list. college dropouts too. A couple out there. <laughs> yeah. A couple on that pier we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of those. Have you been out of Venice much? No, I've never Santa Monica. I've done to Santa Monica. So like was this your first was this your first time on the courts? Yes. We were lost, actually. We were driving through a little neighborhood. That's why we were lost. We were late. It's an interesting scene. It is. Very interesting scene. I feel like we I feel like we, we need to one day we need to give we need to give these guys the tour. Of Venice? There's the lovely canals over there. I mean, well, that's we were driving over them. Yeah, we were go. driving over them. Oh, you we guys were driving little, over the canals. Yeah, yeah we were lost. That's what, that's what they call Venice. Yeah, it's people don't realize this all used to be like where I'm at. This all used to be canals. That's why it's Venice. I mean, yeah, because of you guys. Yeah, yeah. You guys started that. Yeah, all his people. 
wow. Yeah. And then. Because you got like New England. Yeah. Right? This is basically New Venice. Yep. Wow. And then it became a car city, so they paved over most of them. And you see how that works. Yeah. yeah. Is there still water under there? In no. the canals? Underneath the pavement. No. No. Because it was all they were all they were all fake canals in the first place. Like it was all, you know, Italian what? made. Some Italian was like, oh, I want to be home. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna start digging all these goddamn holes. I'm gonna start dumping the ocean in here. Yep. And we're gonna make this place Italy. Yeah. And then it, and it was like ruined. a it was like a Coney Island of the West, like when that was like a nice thing. It was like there was all ballrooms and amusement parks and shit like that. The, the roller coaster, all basically the Santa Monica Pier and the roller coaster and all that shit used to be here. Muscle Beach, yeah, which is still here. What's that guy's name? Pad Pat we- Weigert, Pat Weigert. Yeah, he's the father of bodybuilding. Yep. Yeah, the stadium seating was donated by him at front of Muscle, Muscle Beach. Yeah, you see that? I did see that. They're, they're doing a big, uh, I think they're doing a big documentary. Speaking of documentary. I saw some meatheads in there moving some weight. I was yeah. thinking about it. There's some guys in there. That, there's one guy in there that's like eight feet tall. He's like the biggest dude I've ever seen. Those guys probably not passing the test. That, right. Uh, right. No. <laughs> that, uh, that the guy's looking at no. the dicks. That's what I should do. We should. I should just go up to him and say, drug test, bro. And I'm it's not bad content, hey, not, by the way. It's not illegal. It's not, not in the NFL, right? They can do whatever the fuck they yeah. want. What do you think about that? It's not bad content either. <laughs> Some mongoloid just punching you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I always say. I always say, like, I want to walk. Because like, if you go on those courts on the weekend, I've also wanted to just put on a referee jersey. Oh, it's our reffing. We had a kid do that. Just start calling traveling? Yeah, because, like, you talk about getting punched in the face. No, no, no. Believe it or not, we had a kid do that for some content, and they just started abiding by it. <laughs> That's some really? shit. No, it was, it was, it was. A, I don't know though, man. These courts get pretty rough. Like I know. In the Midwest, you tee a guy up, he just leaves. He goes, I got kicked out of the game. I had to go home. <laughs> he Here they it, stab you to is, death. It, was, it took him like. <laughs> It took him like four minutes, but I got a guy shooting free throws. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it all just kind of, it would be awesome. Is it still jorts and uh, sleeveless weather in Indiana? No, it's, we had an ice storm and a snowstorm. So you're out here, you're, you're loving uh, the my lady. The my lady, I just got like a death text from her. She can't leave the house right now because the fucking doors, everything's iced up. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'm out here, I just played basketball against Lamar Odom talking to you guys, and she's literally locked in the house right now, like can't get out. With the dogs, cats, with the dog and the cats. And she's like, must be nice. How many dogs and cats? I have one dog, three cats, two mice, 14 deer. <laughs> Let's go. The deer are just come and go in the yard? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, they, okay. they but seem, you count them. Yeah, they seem to stay. They sleep. They sleep right over here. I see them. I got a little deer family. You got the whole thing set up. Are you a hunter? No. No. My dad took me once. I shot at a deer. A deer had a heart attack. It died. I had to drag it out of the woods. <laughs> So I never shot a deer, but I have, I have, I have, I have, have carried one. I have you dragged killed. one out of the woods. Yeah. Are you fucking with us with that? Is that true? True story. Yeah. You can even ask my dad. My dad used to be a big outdoorsman. He used to put like his hunting gear into a trash bag with leaves and shit like months before because he didn't think the deer would be able to sense them. It's wild. Right. <laughs> but I, he's no longer, that was like whenever he, he would make like actual venison and meat out of it and the family would eat out. Yeah. It's like, like it's like, venison's when I, delicious. it's like when I went with my really brother, good. my brother, my brother's a military guy and we went out, my mom grew up on a farm and we're shooting some guns and he looks at me, he's like, you're, you're a bitch. <laughs> you're taking, he, he has two guns. He's got one, his, and then his wife's and he goes, you little bitch. You're taking the small gun to shoot. And I was like, what? He's like, small little bitch hands. And 
He was right though. It actually that that gun fit me much better. Yeah, he got you the cricket from it, Men in Black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With the little fucking little pea shooter. Uh, it's, a, it's a fucking terrifying feeling though, man. When you're holding a gun, you're like, this can kill somebody. See, I have guns though, so yeah. I have guns in my house. That both that have been gifted. So like Vinatieri is, he spoke at the NRA. He's got like 500 guns. <laughs> Vinatieri, amazing. You if we every time he kicks field goal, he buys a new one. There's, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I now have yeah. the most ever. Yeah, give me that clock. <laughs> um, he if there's ever a war, if a war ever happens. Get go get try over to get to Vinatieri's house. Yeah, house. That's what I am. I'm attempting to get to his house <laughs> as much as at all costs. Does he live in Indy? Yeah, full time. He's got like a museum. He bought like a fucking museum and flipped it and over like a two year period. It is unbelievable. The house is unbelievable. Something I've never seen before. You see Master P in cribs. You see the gold ceiling. You're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Vinatieri has a museum. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and it's he's got fucking five Super Bowl rings and he's got a lot of. Like people will send him jerseys, so that he'll send him one back. His house is just very impressive. He's got a bunch of kids though too. So, so like, how many smut studios <laughs> can you fit house? in the Venetieri's house? I think this right here would be in like I forget what it's this called. Is his, this is his gun room too. This, this is, is his, his second gun room. I think it's called the mud room, which is the room before <laughs> yeah. you get into the garage. <laughs> that is this. Where, you, where you take off your leave-filled hunting yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just leave them on the floor. Yep. Uh, give you new clothes when you come inside. That's this. That's you get a white suit. Be. But to be honest, I mine is nothing. My house is nowhere near. And I played in the NFL for eight years. What his museum is. But you know what? Like you know, twenty-one years or twenty-three years in the NFL. He's collecting pension. Like next, like he's he doesn't have to retire. He's made millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars kicking a ball. Dude's a stud. You know, baseball. They call the pitcher. They have the battery. Like as far as like all time awesome. You know, punter kicker batteries. You guys were a good duo. We feel pretty good about it. Yeah, yeah. we feel pretty good about That's it. Pretty, Vinny pretty... and I are pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still text back and forth on a very regular basis. He's a uh, he's a good friend of mine. He taught me about life. You know, I almost got my house, my car repoed in my house. Um, what's it called? Foreclosed. Because I didn't know how to pay fucking bills. I thought it was all on auto. I thought it was on Some auto. Manny Ramirez shit. I, I thought it was on auto pay. Like, uh, I, just, uh, I just put the checks in my glove box. Bro, One I day put, I realized there's two million in my glove box. <laughs> yeah, like on my house. I didn't cash a check for a long time my first couple of years. I'm not, I wasn't supposed to have money, obviously. So <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What do you mean you didn't cash a check? They were just sitting there? Yeah, they were sitting in my locker. It was a hilarious situation. Yeah, this is straight up Manny Ramirez shit. Yeah, 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 but probably much smaller checks. Right. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> it that. probably was, but yeah. they, these guys But they didn't set up direct deposit bank. for you? So I guess I had to get them a check that would have got. Right. right. I didn't have checks. So yeah. I <laughs> that, gave. That wrote like void. Yeah, yeah. You had to give them one of those. Yeah, yeah. So I put a down payment. <laughs> just like, I'll hold on this for man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I put it down on a down payment on the house. And the conversation, I guess I missed the whole check thing being sent in for it to be on auto pay. I just thought it was on auto pay. I went to Europe for like a month and a half <laughs> right after I came back and there was a don't foreclose thing right on the front door. Like as soon as I get home from Europe and I call the number and they're like, uh, do you need help rescuing your home? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? They're like, you have not paid a single bill to us that you have owed yet. And I'm like. I was in Europe. That's on my. That's on me. And then literally just went cash 
for I just went in there like that day, cash, didn't get foreclosed. And Vinatieri was like, "You fucking idiot! You are so stupid!" And he like kind of took me under his wing to like set up my life, basically. Yeah. So it was like I was thrown. I don't know. I don't know if you trust the Italians with your fucking checkbook either. He's been drawing off your funds this all these years. <laughs> He's been skimming like two yeah. percent. Hey, uh, this is an yeah, advisor no, fee. No sleep, Joe, just <laughs> taking money from your fucking pension. He's like, "This is the McAfee mausoleum." He didn't yeah. even know he fucking yeah. built this part yeah. of my house. Uh, you see this mud room? <laughs> this was just one week from McAfee. It's hilarious. Pop, I know you got shit to do. I do. I appreciate it. Yeah. This was a good conversation, man. Yeah, thanks for coming Thanks for coming out, down, dude. man. Smut Studio. You like it? I do. I'm a big fan of the way this is decorated. It's decorated better than our place. Well, you come when you come out to LA... And you need you guys need a place to record. We'll we'll redecorate the walls. We'll put up all cold no, shit. Do and, no, 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 you know? no, no. I would never want to disrupt the flow. <laughs> I appreciate Smut that. Studio, no but, problem. But, but it's a fluid. We can, pro- we can put up the Aaron Hernandez picture if you want. I'm out on that one. Yeah, See, yeah. thank you. See, I'm out. Yeah. It's a weird. That's what Joe it's was saying weird. last night. He's like, he's like, we're bringing in guests. We're bringing in athletes. Like if you had, you got. I think feel like you got to pull it out just so we can. He can be our baseline. All right. Just like Let me grab if it. you Hold had on. walked in here and this was on the wall, would you been like, I'm already sketched out. Because I, I'm worried about bringing athletes, bringing celebs here, and they walk in and they see fucking this. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. That's really tough. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a happy Aaron Hernandez. It's like he just got out of a Got yeah. Milk commercial. Yeah. And the thing is, if you know who Hold he on, is. Hold on. We should start looking into his tats, though. I know. He's got, he's got the four aces. Which I think is for one body. You, you should. The, body. What people would say here is you're trying to make. Uh, you're trying to put a positive spin on Aaron. Yeah, Hernandez, right. That's what they would say. I feel like there's two options. You either know who he is and you're freaked out, or you don't. know How who about he is him and going you're to jail originally? Him going to jail originally, and then he gets a blood tattoo on his hand. Yeah. So that whenever he goes back into court, they know that he had. He is officially all the way in with the bloods. Yeah. That dude was just another level of zero, zero. Zero fucks given. About anything or anybody. But have yeah. you followed any? Like, it's a fascinating story. Yeah. The um, So we have a 21-year state detective. I, I got fucking, I, got, I almost had a cramp. Right it's there. all right. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's what happens in the couch, man. Pie, have, that punting leg. Well, it's deep. This is a yeah. deep couch. You're in the deep part of it, too. In the middle here? Yeah. The... 20, I have a 21-year state detective uh, that works for me now. He's a stand-up comedian named Todd. He has been doing a lot of research, and he thinks he could potentially get out of both of them with a new lawyer. The new lawyer was like Casey Anthony's lawyer. Was like CTE shit? And- well, yeah, I think there was the... Because it was Casey Anthony's lawyer went up there, got him out of one, and then remember, he killed himself after he was basically yeah. getting out of one. Yeah. yeah. And it was like Todd thought that there was a chance he could have got out. Not that he wasn't a complete lunatic and definitely killed those people, but he thought he could have got out. Yeah. yeah. Imagine him playing for the Raiders like three years after that whole thing. <laughs> oh, bro, yeah. he would fit right in. He probably would have done very, very well. You think well. you play with anybody who could have murdered somebody? There's some guys. I mean, Venetieri's got a house full of a museum full of guns. You know, <laughs> Venetieri hasn't murdered anybody, but if a war starts, I believe he would not be yeah. scared to do so. Um, I don't know. There's some special teams guys that have come on the team that just want to kill people. Like they just want to. Yeah. They just want to hit people and hurt people. That's all. Their their jobs are literally just to go hit people. Like you're not going to make the tackle. Your job is to take up those two guys right there. And it's like they're like, yeah, I can't wait to do that. So I've I've never could understand that mindset, but killing somebody is a wild move. Sure, that's a whole other level. I don't know. I don't. I would never say that. I would hope though, if they do kill somebody, it's not me. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, Try to befriend the it lunatics. Would not be good for the brand. Yeah, yeah, it'd be tough if an old teammate <laughs> if an old teammate killed me. I had there was a couple of teammates that 
got into some altercations with other teammates in the locker room, and they always liked me. So that was a big part. I I took a lot of pride in that. If that makes any sense. I like feel being like, liked by my teammates. Yeah, I feel like you. And I know we're wrapping up, but you, like Joe alluded to earlier in the show, you in a way set a trend. A lot of times, for a lot of times, it was like. Oh, the punter, the kickers, the nerd, the dork. But where it's like, no, they're the cool guy, they're the energetic guy, they're fun, they have charisma. Like you see it now with, uh, with uh, God, why am I forgetting his name? Marquette, uh, Marquette King, Marquette good King. friend of mine, yeah, Michael yeah. Dixon, also the kid from Seattle. He said the in the interview, he said they call him Big Balls Dixon, yeah. which like, is a hilarious yeah. line. And then, and then my boy Weatherford got yeah. out and got fucking. I mean, he got on the juice. Bro, that, what's going Steve, on? Yeah. Steve said, I. It was two a.m. Last week, I was vitamined up, and I'm looking through his <laughs> I'm looking through his IG story, and I see him flexing in something. Yeah, and I'm getting into it with you know to do some WWE stuff. I just sent him a message. It was like 2 a.m. I'm like, I want to look like you. How do I do that without taking anything crazy? And he's like the eight week arm, yeah, three thousand reps. Right? It was like three thousand reps or something. And he sent me all the he he has a supplement company. He sent me all the supplements like the next day. Do you remember when he was he's still a, in the league and he had the first pick of his abs that went viral? Yeah, that was my the, brother. He was posing with. He did the Van Dam too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was insane. Yeah. He is yeah. in incredible shape. Incredible. But you, shape. but you guys, we've been trying to tell it because we had John Ryan on our show a couple years ago. Oh, and, the and, ginger ninja. And he's not, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> He's another athletic guy. We're, we're saying, like, punters, you guys get this rep. And Joe and I always say, all you idiots on fucking Twitter and social media, go go hang out with you. Go hang out with these guys. These are athletic people. They play in the professional almost football Almost beat league. Lamar Odom in yeah. horse. Yeah. No, I... You almost did, though. You almost did. You almost did. He, Dude, you had him on the ropes. He got to be on a technicality, though. Yeah, he did. He started when he went to the layup. The behind-the-back thing, like, I have a... My dad gifted me a very large ass. Yeah. So that's a tough thing for me. Like a Rhodesian were not over here. Jorts were not helping me. I didn't know we we're going behind the back. Yeah. I should have known. And also, you're you know you got you're already on the Weatherford reps. See that arms. Armageddon. Like you need that. You need that. Yeah. Armageddon. You need Abolish. That long loose arm. Yeah. Like my arms. I can go behind the back. Should have subbed you in celebrity arm. shot. Yeah. Yeah. Should have brought you in that mustache. <laughs> Sure, but Ian, I saw these. Two, so I didn't meet. I haven't met these two yet until after the game. But I, there was a little crowd on the bleachers, some homeless people as well. And I looked over and I saw that mustache mid game, and it, it, I almost stopped and was like, "Like we have to talk about that. Is that a <laughs> is that a disguise or is that a real thing?" But I was in the middle of a battle. I also got a lot of sunscreen in my eye today. I'm Irish, so I burn. So I put a sunscreen on. I got it in my eye. I don't want to make excuses, but I couldn't see anything. We'll get you a rematch. Get you a rematch. I don't know. I think that was a one-time thing. <laughs> Lamar, was, Lamar took the money and run. He's yeah, reinvesting in the dip. Or, I, or how about honey this? Stick. Honey how stick. About this? <laughs> it was on his shirt. <laughs> What's honey stick? Uh, it's a vape. And I yeah. said, a marijuana one? And he said, for CBDs, vitamins, anything. I'm like, okay. And it's not his. It's a friend's. I was like, Lamar, it should be yours. How about us three? Versus Lamar and any two Kardashians. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mention the Kardashians once today. Yeah, it's probably, probably better, move, right? I was going to introduce him last, as Chloe's ex-husband. Yeah, that's why I was going to introduce him. That's funny. I know, but I, I, I literally, you watch the video back. I'm introducing him, and you think, and about I it. look at him, and I'm like, Lamar Odom. That's yeah. that's all. Last I one kind of sent him off the rails. Yeah, 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 <laughs> last yeah, yeah. mention I'll of it. I'll tell you what, man. I, I said to, I said this to Joe when we were watching. He's a him. nice guy, though. He is, yeah, he is. I, I was saying this to Joe when he was still married to Chloe. I was in Yard House right here in Marina Del Rey. And that's when all that shit was going on. You know, he's on the Kardashian show. He walked in. His hoodie was so pulled so tight. And then he sat down. And you could just see 
I'm not speaking for the guy, but you could just see he hated his life. He did not enjoy that. And the minute he left the restaurant, I, and nobody really noticed, and I, I saw like, oh, shit, Lamar Odom's here. The, same thing. The minute he started walking towards the door, he put the hoodie as tight as he could around. I said, today, he's leisurely just hanging out. He's shooting. I go, if you see... He looks so much happier because he he's did. not under that spotlight. That's, right. That's why Pat helped him out. He knew, you know, this is this is a return to greatness. He threw the game against doing? them. He let him get a win. See what I'm doing? Yeah, I should help, let the helping people. people. You help Lamar Adam. You help the Dirty Sports Podcast. You help the brand. I appreciate Thank you, sir. you guys. Thanks for coming. Thank Pat, you so thank much you for doing me. it. This couch is wild. I'm gonna have back problems because I'm old. I got hemorrhoids, but I really don't yeah. worry. We got a back book you, oh for you. Oh God, we'll you, your, you have no clue. Right about the, I got the back <laughs> stuff. Joe and I have the back stuff taken care of. That's an inside thing here. Yeah, because of this couch. That's yeah. why. Well, it's we'll, for another day. Yeah, we'll explain it to you another day. Tell your brother. I said thanks for uh, serving in the military. By the way, I will. He made you like a little bit of a bitch there, but in that particular story, <laughs> all of his brothers. I assume you. Yeah, I, I come from a big family of like. My brothers are. My brother went to Air Force. My brother went to West Point. My dad served. It's like they're they fight all the time about this stupid shit. Army, Air Force, yeah. especially when they're playing. It's real beef. Oh, dude, real beef. And then I'll chime in. And, and then be, they're all on the same team at one point yeah. for when it really yeah. matters. And then it ends. It's real. Beef. And then when I chime in, they're like, "Shut up, fag." I'm like, "Okay, I'll just <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll just go back to being quiet." Hey, by uh, the way, that, that word's terrible. You should use another one. Yes, yeah, I, I agree. That was a qu- direct quote. That was so. a direct quote. <laughs> oh, you're quoting. Yeah. Do you I, do that with rap songs? It. Shouldn't. <laughs> Pat McAfee. Thank you Thank so you much. Thank you for doing it. Well, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It's great to have Pat here. Yeah. Pat's big on the fist bump, I've noticed. Oh, I love the fist bump. A lot of fist bumps. Turns, gives a fist bump. I rewatched the whole interview to pull some clips, and I, and I pulled some and put them on YouTube. So you guys should check those out. Mini clips of some of the great things he said from his amazing story of drug testing to... Uh, his hot take on Applebee's, which I put out on Twitter. Prano looking in the camera like, I told you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pat was great. So much thanks to Pat for doing the show. And uh, that is the episode, Joe Prano. It's great. I mean, what a great episode. We got another heated argument debate. Yeah, I don't know why. I, like, I'm not the one that wants to do it at this point. Oh, you wanted to do it. No, you're just poking the bear. And then <laughs> you, you poke the bear, but you live in... You know, live in a uh, a forest of misinformation. No, I have I have a hundred percent accurate information. Don't Everybody, worry. I I already alluded to. It. I'm doing a massive expose in the works of Russell Wilson when this season's officially finished to present my numbers. Are you gonna do it after the whole season or just after their season's finished? You can do it after week sixteen or are you gonna do it after the playoffs? Hey man, they won again. Yeah, which we didn't really talk about. Yeah, were they? Yeah, that was the Thursday night game. The boo. So are you out on? Are you out on Mike McCarthy? I, here's another. thing. I put that before loss we, on him. Before we go, stop it! If you're out there and you're defending Mike McCarthy, you're just like, who are you? Yeah. At this point, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Jeez. Well, to kind of recall that game for anybody who forgot, it was fourth and two with four minutes to go. The Packers defense could not stop the running game. They had one timeout. You got to go for it. He punts it. Yeah. And the Seahawks basically just get a couple first downs, running the ball, and the game ends. Yeah. Zero trust in your quarterback. I mean, just a dumb. I, I'm not even sure that he doesn't trust Aaron Rodgers. I think he's just a dumb, dumb person. He's a boob. Yeah. A gigantic boob. 
Uh, well, you guys can look, go to all our amazing stuff at dirtysports.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube, drop us an iTunes review, or follow us at The Dirty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Or me at Andy Ruther. At Fix Your Life, Joe Prano on Instagram, JoePrano.com for shows, be in Tahoe in December, uh, New York and the East Coast in January. So just go to JoePrano.com for all the shows. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>